There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. Uh, if you want to join us September 6th at NerdMelt in Los Angeles, we're going to be doing the Nerdist Podcast live with the cast of the Guild. I think we might be screening some episodes too, so you can get tickets for that at NerdMeltLA.com. Make sure and watch our Nerdist pilot, which is airing on BBC America September 24th with special guest Craig Ferguson. And, uh, well, it already leaked out all over the internet, so Matt Smith is the other guest. Uh, sorry, to, sorry to spring it on you now. It was, I, I tried to make it a surprise, but I saw it on like 10 different places online already. So uh, you were going to find out sooner or later. But now you get to be excited about seeing Matt Smith on the Nerdist television show September 24th at 10, 9 central. The Nerdist Podcast Live is going to be a touring around the United States a bit this fall, so stay tuned in the coming weeks for dates. Uh, Matt, Jonah, and I will all be uh, coming to your city to say things at you in a public setting and then turn it into probably a hostful podcast, so uh, look for dates on that soon. And if you want, you could like us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash nerdist. We'd like to thank as a returning sponsor, GoToMeeting. Um, Obviously, it's a teleconferencing software, but it's so much more than that because it makes everything super, super, super easy for the user. Uh, with GoToMeeting, you can start your first meeting in seconds. Everyone can join your meeting in seconds. There's no technical crap to deal with. You're not going to waste any time getting everything started. It's just going to set up for you easily, smoothly. You look like you actually know what you're doing, which is awesome. Uh, you'll reduce meeting-related expenses. You'll reduce overhead in preparing meeting materials. Voice over IP is included. Uh, GoToMeeting is brought to you by Citrix. They're a fantastic company, and they've been doing this for a long time and won just about every award you can imagine for this kind of thing. So, sign up today for a free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting. Have all the meetings you want for one low flat rate. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click Try It Free, and enter the promo code NERDIST. Now, this episode, we normally would do a hostful episode here this week. I've been traveling, but uh, this is a great, great, great episode. We had Aisha Tyler on, and Aisha and I have sort of tangentially been uh, aware of each other for a long time, but never really hung out. And she was a phenomenal guest, phenomenal guest. Uh, she has a great podcast that she just started called Girl on Guy, and you should check that out. Uh, we had so much fun, we sort of lost track of time, and our recording device dropped out. So I had Matt Myra edit in just a little bit of a TARDIS sound as we jump forward in time to wrap up the podcast at the end. So when you hear that sound effect, that's what happens. So here we go, the Nerdist Podcast, episode number 116, with the uh, delightful Aisha Tyler. Now entering Nerdist.com. Nerdist. 
different. <laughs> Stuff works. Yeah, we're still recording onto CD though. That's amazing. What do you do? And then what do you do? Do you take the CD home with you and then rip it to your computer so you can edit? You send um, it. To, you send I it. To it? I take the CD home, rip it from my roommate's computer because my CD drive is gone. Matthew is a Johnny Mnemonic type character, <laughs> so we we inst- we insert the, the back of his neck. Yes, yeah. he has an optical drive he, in his he neck. Jacks in. We're oh. actually recording now because I don't I don't start. I understand things. completely. I um, listen to your show. I know how shoddy <laughs> listen, your production is. Exactly, value. exactly. I know how you get down. That is exactly. This microphone is the limpest. <laughs> Honestly, I can make 1,000 limp dick jokes right now. I cannot get it to do anything I want. Just like sex. Why? Yeah, just stroke okay, it. There stroke we go. It. All right. Yeah, there we go. Let's put it in your mouth. This isn't supposed to be I would teabag this microphone need... if it would actually stay erect. Come on, why? Come on, you guys. Yeah, look at it. Let's... Oh, okay, okay, actually, that, that's not bad. That's not bad. You know what? Like in life, I'm going to settle. You're going to settle. This is not quite full can't? Why can't more women be like you and just settle? Well, Just here come the emails. Up. It'll be over yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonah, you prick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome. Okay. It's nice to be have motivate people to actually write a letter nowadays. Most yeah, people don't even bother. That's all I try to do on here. I try to, I try to comment. be sexist, racist, homophobic. Nothing, nothing works. <laughs> nothing works anymore. Homosexual racist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, mush those together. Aisha Tyler, it's very fun to have you on. We um, <laughs> audio, very audio excited. podcast. Oh, I was, my, yeah, I was yeah. making shapes and I was <laughs> cheering, but it was, it was inside. Yeah, I'm excited. For, for many years, uh, our careers have sort of cross surreal uh yeah but we've never uh, you know we met one time you were hosting a series of stand-up shows for tbs i think at aspen oh yes yes i remember that in like maybe six years ago Mm -hmm. and uh, hey it's michael yo hey michael yo do you need to come in come in Come in, Michael. We're very loose. You're very loose. Yeah, almost to the point of it not being a real show. Exactly. <laughs> we're, all, we're all just Why about not? to take a nap. Just, just, no, no, please. Just yeah. Replace yeah. the word almost. Michael, Michael Yo just walked into show. his uh, studio. I go further than you were. Further than I was, and it will fall back towards my face. Yeah. Are we in your way? You. That's no, perfect. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> we record in here from time to time. Uh, needed a man's touch. Yes, or maybe someone Do you know Aisha? Hi. Hi. How are you? Nice to meet you. How's it going? All right. um, so yeah, we were in Aspen together. Yes, and that was like in 2005, and you were hosting the stand-up special, and I oh. was—I performed on that special. You were, I'm sure that you were hilarious. I remember I, everybody having a great set. That it was night. a good. It was a good. And Aspen was a very. Just for people who don't know, th- there was the U.S. I Comedy Arts Aspen Festival. Like it's a person, I swear. It I'm was so nice sad about it being gone. Here's the only thing about a- like Aspen in the mid '90s was a huge deal. Mm, big deal. Everybody huge. got a deal. Everybody huge got deal. Coke, a whore, and a deal. Absolutely. Yeah. There was. It was a period of time where. Uh, I remember that one special one year where it was like Dave Attell, Chappelle. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Dave Anthony. Uh, not Dave Anthony. Uh, the other Anthony. Anthony Clark. Anthony Clark Anthony was Clark, on there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe <laughs> Anthony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're so similar. Don't maybe they? Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> Hedberg might have been no, on that Hedberg one. Was, mm, uh, he was. Maybe yeah, he maybe, wasn't on that maybe one. Maybe he was. I can never remember when Hedberg died. But it was huge. It was huge. It was uh, HBO did specials oh, yeah, around. It was it, it was, Everybody yeah, who came out that. of it got something massive. Yeah. And then. Each year they would scale it back a little bit until and it wasn't even that well produced that year. Like it was a <laughs> shitty production value and like some fake snow thrown in the corner. Yeah, and yeah, Aspen yeah. was such a weird like as a comic, it was a very like an ego thing. Like yeah. oh, I'm gonna oh, go so do Aspen. Yeah, and you'd go there, and uh, Aspen is a weird 
collection of like there's rich white people, rich white people, mm-hmm. and then the people who work for them. Yes, and so there's or no mo- only le- moderately less rich white people. <laughs> there's so many <laughs> upper middle class white yeah, people, yeah, yeah. Oh, like twenty one year old kids that are making uh, like eighteen dollars an hour. This, and yeah. 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 this weird times. mountain town in Colorado has more fucking art galleries. Oh God, per who, capita, who can buy it? Who can I buy don't any know. of that shit? Another many, owl on top of a pineapple. Yeah, how many how many copper horses do I need <laughs> that are actual size? Seven. <laughs> You're right. Seven's the number. I'm glad you seven. did the math on that. Uh, maybe feel better. Yeah. So then they stopped doing Aspen like maybe three or four. No, maybe four four years ago, yeah. and they moved it to Vegas. But yeah. Well, so, first TBS took it over, right? TBS took you it over. You knew it was yeah. good. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's like take, yeah, yeah. that's just like watching, you know, your favorite movie, like watching The Hangover while the the curses bleeped out. Like that yeah, was what exactly. you knew was going to happen yeah. to that comedy. They festival. know funny. Hey, yeah, we we yeah. the characters well. Oh, that's a different network. That's you. Um, that's I, I can't get all my basic cable shit straight. Uh, <laughs> There's so much of it do you now. So many. Um, do you remember? Like there was something about Aspen that I loved that have, we have loved, even Montreal doesn't have, which is that it was a million comics in a tiny place, and you saw everybody all day long. <laughs> That's like what you I walked a block and you knocked, yeah. you ran into like 30 people. I was just in Montreal, and what, and what we were saying was the one of the main things that's fun about Montreal is just assembling in the Hyatt Hotel bar. Yeah. At you know one o'clock in the morning and staying up till four just talking to people yeah. that you never everyone. get to see. But Aspen was even a little bit more distilled because there were only like four or five venues. Nothing was more than a block or two away from each other. So like I, I've done Montreal twice, and I always feel like you see the bars where you see you guys, but you can do all your shows and yeah, only see ever anybody. see the guys on your shows. Never see your friends. <laughs> yeah. You're all exactly. working at the same time. And I always feel like Aspen. Everything kind of fell apart around ten o'clock. You can't and get out of Aspen. I I, I, mean, I just like loved it. I loved it. you're just trapped there. It was just Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Yeah. I was so the, that year uh, that year that you did that show. My two of my best friends met me there. One's a comic and one's not. Two guys. We we I landed. We started drinking. Like I walked in and my friend like hit me in the face with a six pack because <laughs> uh, uh, they're loving and they don't treat me like a girl at all. And uh, we started drinking and then we went to dinner. We weren't drinking that much, but it was just like the continual beering, like the like you know the beering all day long. And then we went to dinner and beered at dinner. Yep. And the altitude. It was like living in a, a barometric chamber. Like I was so I've never been that hungover. Like the next day, like every like light and like rotation of my eyeballs and the beating of my heart, everything hurt all day yeah, long. You gotta get on the fucking slopes, right? And then, yeah, and then I was like, <laughs> you should have drank more water. I was like, bitch, I wasn't thinking about practicality. Last yes. beer is liquid. I should be drinking more water at sea level. <laughs> exactly. I should be from not the here. sea. And Are then you... I went snowboarding, and every time I fell, I was like, Bleh. oh, you yeah, feel it was like, like mini puke. Yeah, but you know it was, nice. it was fun. <laughs> It was a little mini puke. You spit in the snow yeah. and you keep going. Just you keep bury going. it. Don't be a pussy. But that what was so great about about Aspen is like you walk out of the hotel and there's a chairlift right there. Oh, it's so great. And it's it was it's it was such a great it was so much fun. It was I'm great. I'm really bummed that they don't I miss it. I mean, I don't even think it meant anything in the end. It just stopped being like it stopped f- serving its function as a business uh, endeavor for HBO. Stop, <laughs> stop meaning anything. It was just this like cash cow that dropped money oh, in the snow. Just, you always think, they're just throwing. You always think you're gonna throw a party. You always man. think you're gonna Come fucking on. die landing at the Aspen Airport because oh, the terrifying. runway's short. So you just they sort of corkscrew down. And it's got that kind of thing where the plane's like uh, like up ten feet, down ten feet. <laughs> yeah. well, let's see what. The, we're not really aiming straight. We're just gonna kind of like tap it in and are see what gonna, happens. We're we gonna make it. Well, we'll make it. Sure. There's so many rich people on this. We'll get on the ground. We know that. Yeah. Get on the ground. A, a way. Just one going way. Down big bopper. Big bopper. Big bopper. The whole way down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so scared. So, Chantilly Lace. Chantilly Lace. Are you sure you're back, you're back in the E building? Uh, I have been having... <laughs> I literally am going through some PTSD symptoms right now. It's just it's like, pull, like I pulled the sound of your tires on that squeaky fucking parking oh, yeah. yes. like, oh, God. The smell of tar right. just like seeping through the wall. Oh, and then I just heard like bullets in the background and screaming. You know, it's just Ho Chi Minh City all over again. I, I really do. I have like some 
submerged, <laughs> some submerged trauma that I have not worked through at all. Where did black you... people don't go to therapy. So <laughs> they don't? Why pay an old white guy to talk when you can buy pot? <laughs> I guess what? that's Come true. On. Let's be practical. White people just want to talk about their problems. On, I could lay on my buddy's couch and eat chips. That's and true. Would, I would have a much better time than laying on a stranger's couch. All a therapist is going to do is just kick stuff back at you right. anyway. You, how do you feel yeah. about exactly. that? If I knew how I felt about it, I wouldn't be talking to you. Right? <laughs> exactly. Let's get that established. And your therapist is not going to play Xbox with you. Seriously. And I have, actually, I think I've gotten more therapeutic value out of shooting my friends in the head mm-hmm. repeatedly and then cackling into their mouth. Like it's, it's, that's why I don't, <laughs> do, I don't do XBL that much because I don't like laughing at strangers. I want to laugh at you into your face. Right. It's yeah. so much more fun right, to go, <laughs> when you're like right next to me on the couch. So uh, yeah, not so much live for me but yeah where Xbox did you, is therapeutic. where did you start where did you start your career i started poor black child <laughs> <laughs> let's just get that out let's steve get that martin. clam out of the way steve uh, yeah he's awesome um you ever I, met steve martin oh god have i no yeah. i i read his book i feel like i met him yeah yeah i board setting up amazing book yeah also good to just listen to the audio version of it as oh, well is it, it kinda, him it's him he reads it and it's like I, a, yeah. I, I, it's so funny because I listen to so many podcasts but somehow I think audiobooks are for old ladies but now that you said that you listen to it I'm going to get it yeah it's great and he plays a banjo him. in between just, yeah <laughs> like that? all the in between chapters are a little banjo oh licks. that's good and yeah. he's, he retells a lot of his old bits and so he essentially is redoing his old bits oh that sounds great yeah, I'm getting really it nice. you have to it's, 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 it. it's really good don't get the uh, uh, David Cross book on audio tape uh, because all he does is make fun of you for buying the audio yeah like so many times he's like um and this part of the book i there's a picture but what do you fucking care because you're listening to it you don't want to read with your fucking eyes like it's... i just started recording the audio version of my book yesterday Ooh, oh really do you feel like you need to make some different choices now no actually it, it just i just had to you know i just have to change stuff where i say if you're reading this far if you're listening this far yeah, so yeah. you know i'm really good Very on the fly there, there, there was there was head edit you're making all your edits in your head i feel he, like you did yeah. do a really cool thing though where um it's like there was like a list he was like making fun of uh, indie movies with like uh, characters with weird personality quirks uh-huh. and so he just had the band La Savi Fav come in and then just make a song uh, based off of the list of things he had oh that's, that's cool and so that's really neat and you know John Benjamin shows up every once in a while yeah <laughs> Within, just randomly, know, just yeah. like he's doing it over several days, and and in those days, John shows up at least three times, just yeah, walking yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. John has nothing oh, to hey, do, nothing yeah. to do. He's got five TV shows and still has free time to fucking show up <laughs> yeah. on somebody's. Seriously, yeah, he yeah. has so many shows. He's yeah. so greedy. Um, fuck John Benjamin. Okay, so so okay, so where where did you start? Uh, I started in San Francisco. Uh, Great city. Eighteen fucking years ago, I've been doing stand up so long. What 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 rooms did you start in? Did you uh, start... I started at the Holy City Zoo, which is closed now. It was a dump. Mm-hmm. I can say that now because those people don't exist anymore. I mean, they may still be alive, but, <laughs> but that was like the room, right? Out of my, yeah, that they're was, alive. I mean, they great. certainly like can't the, afford an iPod I mean, to or, listen yes. to this. And if they yeah. can, they can't afford a plane ticket to get to LA <laughs> to confront me in person. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, that was the only place. Well, there was also a place called the uh, oh, not the Bitter End, the other cafe. Oh yeah, um, yeah, they yeah. They did like a lot of mm-hmm. improv and sketch and stuff like that, but they didn't do a lot of stand up. But uh, the Purple you, Onion, was uh, Purple Onion was there, but Purple Onion is not a comedy room. Like they, you know, they mostly did like cabaret. I don't have any other skill but using my mouth. I can't play anything. I can't. I can write a song, but I couldn't execute it. Okay. Okay. So, um, uh, um, but you pay. You paid to get on stage, and you paid like two bucks for three minutes. Wow. That's yeah. It's a really invested in developing the art form further. Um, <laughs> and uh, and you also it was first come first serve, which I didn't realize. So uh, I got there like last or like second to last. So I went up at like one fifty seven. Oh, and Jesus. it was a bartender and my husband and I, I like a hobo. I swear that was like a homeless guy. It was like. <laughs> 
It's warm in here. You were well, married. He, he probably just went I'm on mar- stage. Married my college boyfriend. I've been married for. And I'm, you're still since, married. I'm still married. Still same guy. Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, I've I've done some upgrades and stuff, but it's <laughs> pretty much the same guy. <laughs> His search function's better now. <laughs> that's fucking yeah. amazing. It's crazy, right? It doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. At all. I think that's fantastic. He's great. He's awesome. He was there. I mean, you know, I've known him since I was a kid. We met in college, and uh, and he was at my very first stand-up show, and. He's come to many others since then. And, and now he'll he, be at your last. He will be at my last, which I'm going to do from my casket. Bitches! Um, <laughs> Three minutes. Yes, play this when I'm done. No. It's like an hour and 45. I'm going to well, fucking pull a Dave Chappelle and just record like nine getting, hours of stand-up. Here's, 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 how you have to, here's how you have to die. You have to look up and you go, oh, I see the light, so yeah. I'm just going to close with this. <laughs> and, then you just, and then you just expire. What, what, what am I going to say to you guys before I go? What, what's, what else is going on? What else is going on? Yeah, I see the light. Okay, I see it. I see it. And just nod at it. Not, yeah, I got, yeah, I I got, got it. it. Just, I got, I'm good. Just, just got, this is a long one. Um, so yeah, I've been and I started there for like four years, and then um, you know how you are when you're four years old in comedy. I'm fucking hilarious. Time to move to LA. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, and moved here and um, wasn't didn't have it had like a day job that where I like slowly lost all will to live yeah, and just I've heard started that. yeah right just just laying it up and phoning it in until they finally like you don't really want to work here anymore do you I was like what is it the, the poop on the counter in the anymore I never Didn't. wanted to work <laughs> exactly here. and no no clue um and uh so like for the last three months of my job I worked out of my house on um what what now looked to me to be like the the Mac version of like a Tandy you know what I mean like a Commodore 64 <laughs> like the shittiest computer <laughs> and I had like I had like dial up and I was doing I was building a website and I would have to like build a little bit of it and then send it into work and it would take hours during which I would watch Nickelodeon during the day I've watched every episode of Little Bear like a hundred times fantastic what were you building what were you building websites on OMG I built the website for the uh, Teenage Mutant not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the other ones the fucking fighting awful kung fu these guys um what are those? Uh, Power Rangers. The, the Power, Power Rangers, Rangers movie. Power Rangers, Power Rangers movie. You built the I cannot remember what I ate for breakfast this morning. By the way, I have yeah. the memory of like a geriatric alcoholic. So what? Uh, um, what? 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 Uh, what platform terrible. were you? What program were you using? Oh, to I, had, build? I had like a consultant. So I was the creative director, and then I had somebody build the site. So like they would build it, and I would look at it, and I would tell them it was ugly. But I mean, back then we didn't really know. <laughs> we didn't really know. I don't know. It's, it's got colors. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell I'll you like what's really fun. good for a website <laughs> is emphasize the Green Ranger. A lot of a lot of pop ups. A lot of animated gifs. A lot of things. Where things sparkle, ro- yeah. rolling over, and Drippy, things would change. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. HTML. Yeah, yes. yeah, tons mm-hmm. of flash, so that every time you load up the site, it takes like two minutes. Right, for and like, to... like you know, there'd be a sound effect. Like, wah, wah, yeah, wah. building <laughs> frames. A lot of frames, <laughs> lot of frames. are good. Frames yeah. were huge in the '90s. It's so funny now. Whenever you see, like, whenever you click on something and it says like open frame, you're like, what is there? What is it? Is this? Did I enter a wormhole and go back in time? Why is there still frame? This vestigial frame is still. It's like looking at a Kangol hat. It's not the fucking '90s. Uh, in like five years, this is going to come back, I swear. The frame, frames yeah. are going Cool J still irony. wears Kangol hats. Well, uh, he, he can do that. Hello, Cool J. He, he lives in a time warp. His house is like he lives in a refrigerator. Who uh, who <laughs> was in a refrigerator? <laughs> like Funky Brewster's friend. He still Terry. looks like that. Yeah. There was, so he looks like he's been looking the same way for 25 years. No, no, what's, what's always very funny to me is LL Cool J, who became. I, I enjoy LL Cool J. Rock the Bells. But oh when I was God. in high school, he had an album. And there was a song he had called The Bristol Hotel, mm-hmm. and it was the filthiest song I had heard at the time. What and I love is that the filthiest song you'd heard was an LL Cool J song, because at his filthiest, <laughs> yeah. he was like PG-13, I think. But, yeah, yeah. but but this song was all about this super slutty girl that would fuck anyone, oh. and there were That's all these references like, 
You'd fuck her, but you didn't know that the guy that went before you had AIDS. Oh, and Jesus like, Jesus. I'm, that's what exactly that's like, what I'm saying. That was his blue you period. You so you didn't up. know the guy before you was too short. Yeah. <laughs> so, or easy eat. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the Bristol Hotel. Here. If you if you find it. You know, kids, uh, go go on your iTunes or your Napsters or whatever. Your share Bear. And, uh, your share I bear. just learned about Share Bear. I didn't know that. I had, I thought I had my shit together, but my niece was like, I just learned I about it by you saying right? that. I don't know what, I don't <laughs> know what it is. It's, it's like impossible to know everything. Peer to peer, and I, my, and my, she's like twelve. It's humiliating. To have a twelve-year-old, no, that's what they, I'm at a point I can't, I can't steal music. Anymore. I have never stolen music, and yeah. I won't steal music, and I don't endorse it. But she's twelve. What does she know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the RIAA should get in there either, and make I mean? an example out of her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, LL Cool J has a line of clothing at uh, I think Sears now. Oh, and no. and he has like I was uh, out as I was Sears, and then they had a like a, a TV, skins. a little TV like near his display area of all the his clothing line. And it's just like it's just him, like with his kids going. I remember when my mom used to take us to Sears. Oh, it was the best part no. of the day. And I'm like, no, you didn't fucking. Do no, that. you stopped shopping there the second you made a dollar. Yeah, oh. exactly. But he I think he, he missed a real opportunity to uh, do uh, LL Cool J C Penny. Come on, yeah. you guys. I know. I was looking. I was looking so hard over the last those 60 some, seconds. Those are some. I L- nothing. Those, I had nothing. Those oh. are some LL Cool Jeans. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, cool oh, Jeans. Yeah. I'm two upped already. One ah. of the one of the legs is just super short. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like, oh my god, that would be an amazing. Yeah. Let's start that trend. It's like one leg is a short, and then the other leg is just the the regular. But you pant can only leg. Like, those uh, are what LL Cool jeans are. But like, if it's the left leg, that you can only get those on the West Coast. Right, it's the right leg. You can this only is, get there. Are rules. Coast. This is a terrible wormhole that you're traveling what? down. It's too complex. There's so much thinking. Now to the belt loops. <laughs> <laughs> who were uh, so who who were some of the people that you uh, you know that I started with? you started with that yeah. were in my class. Ooh, uh, well, when I like when I yeah, like Patton, Greg Barrett, Brian Bassane, Blank Apache, uh, Dave Anthony, mm-hmm. Ray James. If you guys know Ray James, yeah, 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 yeah. I, remember, I know Ray, yeah. Uh, Ray and I, Ray and I, and a, a comedian named Al Manalo did a like my first real tour it was like a college tour in a van. Um, already, I know you guys, your interest is peaked, right? Glamorous. It is. Um, it was what a college, kind of van? Uh, one that smelled like feet <laughs> and despair. That's all vans. That's all vans. Um, yes, and uh, it, and. Um, it was a, it was the worst thing. It made me so tough though. It was the worst thing. It was a college tour and it was a game show. So we would go to a college. Oh, yeah, already. Your face, look how your face is just sinking, right? Just sinking <laughs> down. So no, yeah. no, no, no. Every they, humiliating set you've had feels a little bit better now, doesn't it? They made us do that, but for singled out. Oh, anyway, anyway. But, you, but it, was, but it was a TV oh, show, but it was a TV show. We were just three fucking chuckleheads. <laughs> okay. So it was me, a white guy and a Filipino uh, guy. So already right, the racists right. were like, no, hey, I've heard come this by one. us. Have I've you heard this? I've heard this joke. We walk into a bar and then we all die of humiliation. <laughs> so uh, we would go to college, and the first part of the show was we'd each do ten minutes, and uh, and then the second part of the show for a half hour was a game show, and uh, like you'd the person could spin a wheel, and then whatever it landed on they would win. It was all money, like cash, if they could sit through a minute in front of us on stage without breaking. <laughs> so what they would do is they would come to the show, and then they would spend our sets trying not to laugh. Which they were all very effective at. They were all professional non-laughers. <laughs> they would just sit there being stoic for the first thirty minutes while we would suffer. And then the last thirty minutes, you know, we'd all like we'd do characters and we'd dress up and you know just generally sell our souls every week for you know I think the shows were like paid like fifty bucks or seventy five bucks a show. I mean it was just wow. abject. And uh, and Ray would strip. The thing was it wasn't that you couldn't laugh. You couldn't break it all. Like you had to be really like completely stoic. So if you broke it all, you lost. And Ray would do. Uh, he would strip. 
Uh, I don't know if you've seen Ray James. <laughs> I know Ray wrote on white shipmates. as the white as the PS. moon. <laughs> he did. Wow. He wrote on. He That's wrote. That's amazing. On, yeah. I, did, I thought he was in New York at the time because he was at. We SNL were doing for that in New York. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that. We're going to talk about our. We'll mu- talk about our, our dating show. Yeah. Humiliating dating. We'll history. get there. Um, so uh, he would strip and he would like take off his sweaty sweat socks and like wrap them around. You know, it was for only for guys though. Like wrap them around their neck and like give them like a lap dance and it broke everybody. Until somebody who clearly had some real issues with not coming out of the closet, like jumped up and punched him, like oh knocked my God. him down, and we had to like flee. We had to flee this the school, like the end of uh, fucking Hocus Pocus, where the wind is coming in and everyone's running. Yeah. And the shirts <laughs> are floating oh, up, and it's like ah, like pick up our shit. Is that the out. Kathy and the Jimmy Witch movie? No, no, that this is like in the '80s, and it was uh, the kid from uh, Eight Is Enough uh, with the with the curly hair. Uh, um, Willie Ames. What are you Willie about? Ames. And, Three witches. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the Witches of Eastwick. Candle? Witches of Eastwick. No, Witches no. of Eastwick wasn't with Kathy. Abracadabra. Oh no, there is a the Bette Midler Hocus Pocus movie. There is another movie. That's the one. That's yeah. the Africa Poke. But you were you Pocus Cadabra. Pocus Cadabra. Uh, no, this was in the eighties, and it was Willie Ames and uh, and uh, some other douchebag, and uh, they get magic powers, which with which they blow up girls' skirts and. Like, that was zapped. Zapped. That's what it's called. Yeah, Thank you, Zapped. Willie Ames and Scott Baio. There you go. I told you. I can't remember what I had for breakfast. Wait. So how do we who. Why did you reference that? Oh, because at the end of this show, we had to literally like run from the campus. Okay, yes. Like with our shit under our arms while people were screaming and throwing things. Yes, and they were paying homage to Carrie at the end of that movie. Really? Uh, not to get too uh, so comedy nerdy about it. Uh, yes, uh, that, so so basically you're saying it was a catastrophic scene yes. getting out of it this was, school. It, and the only thing, other thing I'll say about this tour, other than that, we fought all the time because Ray at the time was this like really intense libertarian and I'm pretty progressive and Al didn't want to talk about politics at all. So Ray would be like, the government's gonna tattoo us with barcodes and they're gonna fucking eat our souls and I was like you're a retard we need police they need to be roads and we just yell at each other all day and then at the end of the day at the end of the day Ray would be like go tell that girl I wanna fuck her so it was like this terrible like you know an unwilling wing woman my friend yeah. likes you I think he's mainly clean um, <laughs> mainly mostly I think he washes I don't know uh, he, he, Ray was really dirty at the time like really blue and um, the rule was we couldn't be blue at all and we were doing Christian schools where they would say like you can't uh, talk about dancing say the word dance do anything that looks like dancing can't take the North Lord's name in vain you were in that small town in Footloose uh yeah Yeah. we were and I tell you that place fucking exists and there are multiple versions of it um and if we did if we broke the rules even if I said like oh my god we wouldn't get paid so we would go to these schools and uh and you know they would be furious with Ray because he was tainting their salvation and then um I would use the word oh my god and then I would get like oh my god Tourette's and say it like 50 times and we would have to sleep in the van I mean it was like the worst 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 but then towards the end he got Ray got so many complaints hi Ray that um uh they fired him, but we were like in New Me- Bisbee, Arizona, Bis- Bisbee, Arizona, I think, or somewhere like equally remote. Like that's where ghost towns are, Bisbee. Yes, yeah. yes uh, that's a p- beautiful metaphor for this tour. And um, we didn't know what to do. We couldn't get another comic because the show paid so little. We couldn't even pay someone to fly to where we were. <laughs> you know, like, we can afford to give you a Coke when you get here. And uh, so Ray... <laughs> The statute of limitations, I'm sure, is up on this particular fraudulent act. So Ray just changed his name. To a different name, <laughs> <laughs> and started doing the same material uh, in a British accent. Oh, nice. that's great! So there was a guy back then, I think, named Tony Morewood, who was a British comic who like lived in San Francisco, and so Ray changed his name to Derek Lestwood, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> did the same material for like another month. And of course, when he was English, it was just adorable and piquant and racy. And he didn't get any more complaints after that. Oh my god! Oh, wow. He's so cheeky now that he's English. When he was American, he was a dirty. Whore fucking. Yeah. Maybe he should have stuck bag. with that. <laughs> <laughs> like he could have. That would be so crazy to be like a His huge. That was terrible. 
Devil Two is the worst. But it's like Little Lord Fauntleroy. That would be awesome <laughs> if he had stuck with that, and that would have been his hook. But it's right? like I don't think he's. He doesn't seem. Well, looks somebody like came to one of our shows, and he said he was from London, and this guy goes, "I'm from London." Ray turns purple. <laughs> what what oh. neighborhood from? Oh, I'm from. This is Ray. I'm from. I'm from Underhill, Overshire. The Underhills, Overshire. And I was in the back, laying. I was. I literally had like hyperventilating. I was laughing so hard, like I couldn't do my set because the guy was like quizzing him. He had not. He couldn't even make up a good answer. That's where Larry the Cable Guy came from. He got fired off a college tour, and I'm kidding. Oh God! Do you know that he doesn't? He doesn't talk like that normally at all. There's footage of him when he was just doing, you know. Regular stand-up. And then he would do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, you know, blazer guy. Yes, can we just talk about London for a quick second? I don't know when this episode's going to drop, but it'll be relatively soon. And uh, I saw something on on CNN where I was like, really, CNN? I was was somewhere. It was in a restaurant, so I couldn't hear what they were saying. But it just the headline said about the London riots. uh, London riots. Could this happen here? Oh, yeah, that was like, all CNN. Uh, That's all they've been talking uh, about. Today. LA, Liberty yeah. City. What do you yeah, want? Yeah, what do you yeah, want, CNN? Yeah, it's exactly. not that hard to look a little Vice back City. and see that it yeah. has happened here numerous times. CNN has seven minutes of news. They're trying to expand into 24 hours <laughs> yeah. every day. They're just Could like, how else here? Could we? Course, what yes. other orifice does this story have? <laughs> do you mean again? Talk? You mean yeah, again, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Let's just do the same story again. I don't know. I'd say we're a lot lazier of a country than we were, you know, 15, 20 years ago. I don't think we could sustain riots over time. You know what I mean? We're good starters, but we're not good finishers. We're too spread out, you know. Like London is like it's like city streets, and you can kind of like really, you know. People just complain on message boards and Twitter. Yeah, Yeah, even even the more organized, crazy people like the teabaggers. I mean, they can only get it up every like few weeks. No, they. they, That's the thing about teabaggers, though. Is like they're not violent. They just barbecue and say irritating, dumb things. So it's like being in a parking lot at a Green Bay Packers game. Tailgating, exactly. It's a tailgate party. Oh my god, you guys! That's it. The teabag movement is just a big tailgate party. You look at it though; they're all just like they're. Equally stupid, but they're all like they're, they're, their faces are painted. They're wearing funny hats right. and they're just grilling outside and saying that Obama's not from the country. Right. But then you see like when like uh, like crazy left wing people uh, like protest, they fucking put dumpsters on fire and then roll it towards police <laughs> officers. <laughs> and, then, and then like all of us on the left had to be like, well. Oh yeah. fuck! Oh shit! Fuck. Wow. Please, really? I want a barbecue. Yeah. Please <laughs> don't do we, that. We should be more barbecue. I want. Yeah, I want exactly. We should just settle yeah. everything. Yeah. Grill marks. There's too many Let's vegetarians on our side. Yeah. Like, are we really going to grill? Carcinogenic? Can't right. we just do something organic? How about some kombucha? And then we all just lie down and get high and take everything. Settled by a throwdown with Bobby Flay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but switching focus back to you, Aisha Tyler. I remember the first time I feel like our paths sort of crossed was. I did politically incorrect a bunch, and I know you yeah, did a oh bunch yeah. too. But we never did it together. No, that's true. Um, but uh, but that was a really that was, that was a fun show to do at that at that at that time There's in the in the like 1900s. Now and then I oh in the olden days and the we'd ride in days. our wagon. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's it's too bad because I mean, obviously, real time now, you know, they have comics on. But it, th- that was a place where if you're a comedian, I mean, that's literally probably why I got talk to mm-hmm. because I really wanted to audition for it, and uh, they're like, no one knows who you are. And I was like, well, I, I do this TV show like once every three. I mean, I was on that show. I, I don't even know how many times I did it, but it was like once a month almost. Mm-hmm. I was always on it. And I was like, well, I do this TV show and I'm, you know, somebody knows who my mom watches it. <laughs> um, and uh, and then somebody there saw me on there and they're like, OK, since you've done this other TV thing, we'll give you a break. 
We'll give you a break. So ridiculous that they were like, no one knows who you are. Oh, really? I'm sorry I'm not a big name like Steve Kometko. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I don't mean to drag your curve down. Yeah. Wow, I yeah, forgot about it's an him. Interesting, it's an interesting self-awareness they have at the E Network. So uh, so then they were like, well, we'll let you come in and we'll let you. I think I'll audition like my audition. And then I was like, just let me guest host one show. Like, I don't even want to. Just give me one shitty. Give me Tuesday. Give me the Tuesday. No one's watching on Tuesday. And I got. I did one show. And um and they got so much positive fan feedback that like literally I got voted into that job. Oh, I, that's yeah, awesome! Yeah, which was great. They were like they were mystified that like, you got more, but you got better fan mail than Jennifer Love Hewitt. I was like, really? Are we having this conversation? <laughs> wow. um, Are you but, trying to make me feel better? I don't know what, <laughs> not as good as Steve Kometko though. Uh, I mean, you, gotta, I mean, you know look, the K Man. Don't overreach, Brownie. The K, um, the K Man wears <laughs> sleeveless suits. <laughs> don't overreach. <laughs> and I also think they felt like a girl could never do the show, and a black person could never do the show. This is a show for college guys and. And the fact that people said, no, we really like her and what she's doing, like it just kind of it was the thing that kind that of that was a fun. I guess hosted around the same time when they yeah. were in that in between period. When they were for like six or seven months and they couldn't figure it out, right? Yeah. And like it was Gary. literally just like Tom McNamara, the stage manager, who's still the stage I manager love Tom for the soup. So much. I and love him. He was our web soup stage manager too. And it was literally just him and like two writers. Yeah. Sometimes just one writer in the, the studio and that's the other guy it. couldn't be bothered. That <laughs> yeah. was it. Jeez. And it was great. I mean, what was nice about it back then and um and I don't know that they're, they, even the, the iteration of it now is the same as it. It was just so homemade. I mean, it was just Wayne's World. It was clearly just a couple of fucking yeah. knuckleheads. And we did whatever we wanted. And it was the only show I've ever done where in the middle of taping, we'd be like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if Tom ran through with a big-ass fucking hoagie? And then we would stop down for 10 minutes and someone would get him a sandwich and we would tape it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was so great. And, it, and, and every day, if it didn't work, you had to show, show the next day. And so there wasn't that kind of like, you know how it is where you're so precious with your jokes and you grip everything super tightly. And we, yeah. just, we just fucked around. Wait, and was it daily back then? It was daily. It was a five, yeah, five Right. Yeah. Remember that? yeah, we wow. did. We did yeah. four, and then Friday would be like a recap of the best. That's right. Yeah, because there, yes. there were so many fucking daytime talk shows back then that yeah. it made yeah. sense to, right. to do it every day. And, and Ricky know. was on a lot. I remember we did a lot of Ricky. We did a lot of uh, Richard Bay, Sally Jesse, Bay, all that oh, stuff. So and then yeah. we started to incorporate the reality stuff, like like towards the uh, later in my run, like you know Survivor and all that stuff. When we were doing that kind of thing too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just, it was really, what was interesting about when I was there was that it really was a clip show in the beginning. And then by the time I'd been there like six months or nine months, it was a comedy show and the clips had been like, an, like maybe 90 seconds. And by the time I'd been there for half a year, they were down to like 20 or 30 seconds. It was like, how little of this clip can we show to get us to the joke? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really about the joke and fuck these clips and people can watch this shit somewhere else. And let's yeah. just be, make this be a comedy show. And we were doing sketches and we started doing animated pieces. And so. Um, it really just became more of a variety show. And then we, you know, we got everybody. I mean, they'd all been doing this, but we got Alan and we got all the guys into the show more, trying to have them be characters and have them do stuff. And it was, was a, it was probably after Archer, the best job I've ever had, wow. you know, even though I, 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 now I, now I'm nursing some, some scarred over pus filled wounds about it, but, um, I'm not bitter though. Just, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, just wounded and angry. That's yeah, not bitter. It's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. No, that is a tumor in my craw. No. And fuck um, all of you. Yeah, I'll show yeah, you someday. Yeah, but yeah. other than that, steaming shit, I'm going to leave in the hallway on the way to, out of here. You, you got to be on friends. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, awesome. That was awesome. I know I've been so, so lucky and really, really grateful. Like I don't have, you know, I don't think, I don't think anybody really wronged me. The business is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, but I but I feel like for me, I loved that show like a person. You know what I mean? I still feel that way about it. And uh, and I don't feel personally upset about the way it went away. I do. But I, on behalf of other people on the show, I feel that way because I just left it went and did Friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there are guys who are writing on that show who got one day's notice that the show was ending uh, who aren't even in the business anymore. Like, that's oh, how traumatic no. it how was. Long, how long did yeah, you, how long did you do Talk Talk Soup? Like close to, like approaching two years. Okay. Yeah. 
And that's um, every day. Every day, five days a week. And then we got a week off at the holidays. And sometimes if I wanted to do stand-up, we'd try to pre-tape an extra show so I could like, what get What was the schedule with. like for a daily show like that? Like It's like all this... Incredibly demanding for a shitty little 22-minute <laughs> <laughs> cable show. Um, Coming in the morning on 9 o'clock, tear makeup, and we'd tape around 10, 30, 11. And then we'd break at lunch at you know noon. We, it was to live to tape, but it didn't yeah. ever take us more than an hour. It usually just take a yeah. half hour, 40 minutes. And then uh, 1 to 5 or 1 to 6, we'd write the next show. Like The guys would have been writing wow. that day, and then we would spend about an hour working on the script and three hours talking an insane amount of shit and making really dirty jokes. Yeah. Yeah. You know who doesn't right. work that yeah, hard I is love, Michael Yo. It's like, he just doesn't... <laughs> oh my God, you're here! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I got a question. How do you have so many Twitter followers? Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's, have you seen Because like, he has like I, 10 television shows. Have I'm you noticed? Like, I'm like, you're like Oprah, but no, it's like you're like a white version, a male version of Oprah. Oh my God, you're I've been like waiting so long for someone to tell me that. Oh, I mean, I'm waiting so long. How are you doing He's like this? Oprah only without I, any of the life changing effect on other people. Would, would Guys, you, can we all just remember our spirit for a second, please? <laughs> would you Would you just are you living your best and life? say follow at Michael Yo? Would you <laughs> just do that one Yes, just one time. Yes, of course I will. At Michael Yo. Yes, I will. If you don't do it, I'll say you're a racist. Oh my God. Oh my God! Against, you're d- doubly racist. I'm doubly two racist. Races, yeah. He's biracial. There you go. You hate all of my many people. Oh, of course, a black person would say that. Yeah, anyway, um, that's okay. That's, we, don't, okay. we don't really feel that way. It's just an easy. It's just it's an easy, easy way to go. Yeah. And so that was so funny. Yes, of course, I'll tweet Michael. Yo. <laughs> and and he got. We just got. He just got airtime on the Nerdist podcast. Yeah. Right. He, that was. It was yeah. subtle. I just snuck in here and just put himself in the <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, I will tweet him. Michael. You don't He's need to tweet anything because you just said tweet at Michael. Yo. just happened. I love Michael. She's in on it. She's in on it. She knew. What was going on? She's He's just trying to get right more. Now. She's taking. I'm going to get start getting emails from her. Like Michael wants to know why you haven't tweeted. In There's me. a lapse yeah. in the show. This is your opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just went back to his office with a map that says Twitter with question mark and red lines along it. And then it just shows Nerdist podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a, just like, a bookcase a that knife. slides. Yeah. There's a knife in our logo. Yeah, it's like a beautiful mind. There's all these Twitter <laughs> things, uh, hashtags, hashtag dick tits. What does it mean? What does it mean? Is it the key? Is it the key to more followers? It's all pointing to a thing. Yeah. And, um, and that's Michael Yo. And that's, we just go. did him. Oh, I love Michael. He's I love great. our Michael Yo segments on the show. Is <laughs> that going to be recurring <laughs> now? <laughs> He's so excited. Yeah, yeah. That's what's fun. You never know who's going to drop by. Yeah. I don't even remember what this space was when I was here, but that was my dressing room. Oh, right on the yeah, other side that was there. Who's right is that now? It's, 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 it's a non-specific utility. dressing room. Yeah, like because they, they retired my fucking number, bitches. <laughs> 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 so when you were doing, when you started doing, you started doing talk soup. Did you did you continue to do stand up at that time, or did you just not have time? Yeah, I didn't have as much time, but I would get out like two or three three weekends a year. I mean, it was really limited. I would go up and do shows here in town because I could, yeah. and then I would go like I always would go to San Francisco. I'd go to New York. I'd go to like Tempe. You know, I would maybe do like five cities a year. Chicago. Boy, I really wish I'd been able to play cop when it was right on the like down on the on the wharf yeah when it was just a tiny tiny room it was tiny Cobbs is fun now but it, it literally cavernous. it's like a, it's, it's like an airplane hanger anxiety producing too yeah I mean like you know you're always like am I gonna sell this room am I gonna sell this well you can room? have 300 people show up and the room still feels empty totally totally and yeah. and also like that's where I started and I'm lucky that that's probably where I oh, I do best because it's my hometown um, and, uh, but like every time, like, and I've sold, I've sold that room like many times. And then the last time I was there, I sold Friday and Saturday and like kind of sold Thursday and Sunday. And I was like, there's nobody in the hammock that's hanging from the rafters. I'm a failure. <laughs> <laughs> so. I always, I always feel more comfortable at punchline just cause it's like 200 people intimate and it's, and it's more f- like a real comedy. That's, a, that's a perfect comedy club. Just the, the punchline. Like, it really yeah. is. Yeah. No, there's, it's, I don't know how people pressure. know where it is. It's like tucked away punchline? in the financial district. Yeah. yeah. Up, paper, up, yeah. paper, yeah. paper emails. I guess. Go up to the nondescript bank building. 
building. And then yeah. That was where I did like all of my showcasing. You know, that was like the club where you went on Sunday and sat there crying into your soup and never got up for weeks on end. <laughs> well, they were like, maybe next time, kiddo. Uh, so, yeah. So that, that is another place that I don't particularly love going back. It's so funny. I sound so angry and I'm really not. I'm a happy, happy person and I love doing stand up. But, you know, the, the part, the, the crucible of the first few years you do stand up is just so emotional. Like you just remember. For me, I remember those years so vividly. Oh, yeah. And um, I was doing, who was I talking to? Oh, I was talking to John Benjamin about like when he was buddy. Um, I feel like it was Sam Cedar. Uh, maybe not. When he started, he was a, like in a team and he was just saying he would go to watch his buddy do stand up and he would just wait at this club every Sunday for six hours and never get up and be like, oh, maybe yeah. next week. And I was like, that was that was what it was like for like the first two years I did Jesus. comedy. You know, you just come down, hang out. Maybe we'll put you up. Maybe we won't. Oh, fuck you. Maybe next but week. But then you realize that's a big part of it is yeah. hanging out and just watching comedy. That part of it you enjoy. And yeah. I would rather go sit at a comedy club and watch the show rather than doing this like, please, uh, please pick me. And, please, and San please. Francisco is a phenomenal place to Great. start doing stand up. Makes you very tough. It really, tough, yeah. yeah, and it, but but also it's a city where people read books and mm-hmm. they understand. It's you know they understand how to go see a live show and they're they're, they're smart crowds. I think San Francisco yeah. is a great place. Even to the start. current wave of comics that are coming down, like Moshe Kasher, Brent yeah. Weinbach, like, yep. um, Ali Wong. Um, there's a lot of there's a, um, a lot of people coming down from like San Francisco that are just great, smart and interesting. Yeah. Smart, interesting guys come out of that. I mean, and it's very competitive. I mean, because you don't you you know you feel like the level the the lowest part of the bar is so high, you really feel pressured to to be as like personal as original as you can very early and also you're not there trying to cultivate five minutes for an agent to pick you you know you're just trying to be as funny as you can so i always tell people like don't like if you have other stuff that you're working on in la that's fine but don't go to la with the intention of starting stand up you should should go to you're a writer too though aren't you yeah but that that's just kind of something that happened uh, mm-hmm. In the middle of doing stand, trying I just to do did Brett Ehrlich for my if show when if, he was talking about oh, it. Yeah, Brett, Brett's yeah. so fucking funny. If you're awesome. young, I think you should go to San Francisco or Austin or maybe maybe you know city like that. Then go to New York. Yeah, right. And then and then Chicago you, even. Chicago. I don't know. Yeah. Chicago seems like yeah. there's a lot of people a lot of coming clubs out there and yeah. guys working out there. And I, apparently Atlanta is supposed to be great. Like really? I, was, I was talking to like one of the guys that opened for me, and I was like. Can you even get up in this town? He's like, oh my god, there's so many. Laughing rooms. Skull is a great room. Laughing it's Skull's tiny, great. but it's a fucking fun so room. So fun. Yeah. That's the only time where I just walk out and I'm like, let's see what happens. Yeah. Every night, you know yeah. What I mean, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about, and it doesn't matter. You're just like you're just having a conversation lower, with people. Lower yeah. stakes out yeah. anywhere else. And like, they in get LA. a different show. They get a yeah. totally, you know, they get. A, I mean, they get a more intimate, more, you know, kind of. It's interesting for them. It's interesting for you because yeah. you're not like there's 400 people here and I gotta fucking destroy. Yeah. You know, you can just. And go LA and, has that stigma of uh, you never know who's in the room, oh, and that's what you're instilled in. Very early on, starting out here, it's right. just it's kind of like, and it's true. Like I, after a couple open mics, like you know, I was seen by uh, Scott Ackerman and B.J. Porter, and they're like, "Oh, come and hang out at the show we're starting." And like mm-hmm. I was too young, I was right. too too new. I had a set, but nothing more than that. Yeah. And then like I was too scared to try new stuff. And it's just a bad place to start. Oh, I regret it's, it's it all hard. the time. It's a challenge. I mean, the, the thing time. is, you'll you'll you're you're talented and you'll prevail. You know what I mean? You have to. I mean, yeah. I just just spent ten minutes talking about how I'm like completely like hampered by all of my early <laughs> yeah. So now I'm gonna lie to you. But yeah. no, you will. I mean, you'll transcend all that. Yeah, stuff. no, but I mean, it's, it's it was it was a while back, and like and I've made like all like great yeah. friends. Like I met Chris during that time and stuff like that. So hi, hey, hey buddy, at the Bruco. Um, Yay! Like I hate also the other thing that happens now for me, which is a lot of guys work out at the Improv, and a lot of people that people recognize from TV work out at the improv mm-hmm. and you go up on stage there and they do your credits and everybody's like, wait, I can't wait to see somebody that I remember from TV. And then there's this interior pressure like I came here to work out but now I got to give these people who see me on TV some TV-like experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you feel like you can't work out fully because they're like, well, we want to see what we would have heard on Archer. We want to see, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, and you, you feel this like pressure too. And a lot of guys will go 
And they'll like, you know, like I went up once and it was like me and Drew Carey and Adam Sandler and Chris Rock. I don't know why this happened, but it's like all those people on one show. And everybody just went up and scrubbed fucking miserably because everybody's like, we want to fucking we want 10 minutes of your special. You know what I mean? And then they're yeah. like, this isn't new. Yeah, there's more pressure. You know, it's like. Like, you know, the, like Seinfeld says in The Comedian, you know, you get a few minutes of grace period right. from the audience because they know who you are. But then I almost feel like there is way more pressure on those guys because people come in being like, this is going to be the greatest, greatest comedy. And it's yeah. like, or, and yeah. there's a surprise and they're so excited. And they're like, I'm going to get 10 minutes of Chris's special. Yeah. And then Chris has a notebook. <laughs> yeah. And he's reading to, he's doing his sets like down to his notebook. You know what I mean? Because he's not there to give you 10 minutes of special. He's there to work stuff out. But, right. Um, so I think that that feeling of like, Going up at one of these clubs and always feeling like I don't know, I gotta try to yeah. kill it. Every, you know, uh, is always exists. one of the reasons why I kind of started the meltdown space. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I want a place to work out and just fuck around, and people know that that's what's going on, and it's totally. and, it, and it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Chris Rock at uh, the original room at the comedy store once, and it was oh, like the there was like store. nobody <laughs> was there. Shudder. I don't even know why I was there. I think I was just on a show earlier. But it was um, he showed up and Louis was there and like just uh, Chris went on stage and just like sat on a stool and just was like, ah, what movies are out? And someone would be like, uh, this movie. He's like, all right, this is why that movie sucks. Oh, and then everyone just kind of like mumble through why that movie sucks. Right. And then he would go to Louis like, anything else, Louis? He's like, I don't, I don't know. Just, like, <laughs> it was, but there was like five people in there and Brody Stevens pacing in the back waiting to go on. Did you guys watch that uh, talking funny thing that uh, they did? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I wish it was like three hours long because I felt like they had like the beginning of a conversation and then it was over. Well, what was funny about that is that it was watching, and I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before, was watching Ricky Gervais. Be who, a baby comic? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Be a totally With fucking say, baby comedian. Saying all yeah. that stuff that you yeah. say when yeah. you're new when you're to three. comedy. Yeah. I'm never gonna. Do, I don't want to do the same stuff. And, I, yeah. and it's like, oh my god, are you serious? Comedian. And they, they would and they were, all of them. They weren't even like we were all enraged. They were like, all right, little guy. I know it was yeah. so adorable. Yeah, express your opinion. But it was yeah. really fun to watch. Like someone put your billion dollars away. Yeah, exactly. Let's tell you how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Get that off your pile of money. <laughs> but that's what was so fun was to watch someone like Ricky Gervais, who is you know ostensibly at the you know at the peak of his career, mm -hmm. but still, it just kind of shows you like you know you may never always be exactly where you right. want to be because here he is. With the three of the best comics ever. Yeah. And they're sort of like, okay, you know. You know yeah, what was really yeah. interesting also was there was like this moment that I really loved where they like, th that was the kind of the difference between them and Ricky was like, these were like, I love funny. Like I've, I've really come to that place in my career. I love anything funny. And I'm not embarrassed to say I like fart jokes. I like puns. I'm not, I mean, that's not what I do in, co in com comedy, but I laugh at stupid shit all the time. And there's something... Like, I have a pure love of comedy. And that's what they're saying. Like, we have a pure love of comedy. There's stuff we'll do that we think is good. There's stuff that we won't do that we think is bad. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that I don't love the the body of the thing that is comedy. Right. And Ricky was like, no, there's good stuff and there's bad stuff. And let's all agree. <laughs> and then let's have tea. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, you know, and, and also that you can, like, like guys who work totally differently from you. And respect that, even yeah. if it's not what you would do. I loved hearing, listening to Ricky Gervais talk about, like, well, I can't just go up and talk. I mean, then that's not, I'm not doing anything. And mm -hmm. Seinfeld's like, why don't you just be funny? Everything. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what it is, right? I mean, like, there's nothing better, I think, than going up on stage and talking and surprising the shit out of yourself. Well, because like, you, you, you know, because you have sometimes stuff comes out of your brain that you didn't plan. And you're like, I just did that, man. That was magic. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then you try it again and nothing. Uh, nothing. Well, Never you again. also, you know, <laughs> you also, I think the trick is to slowly over time merge the two parts of your brain. Because when you first start doing comedy, this is idea of like, oh, I have to be something. Yeah, I have to be a big idea. I have to be this thing. And that's what's funny. And I have to make jokes. And 
you know, and then the more comfortable you get, it just starts to merge more with just, I'm me. Mm-hmm. And this is what I say. And, yeah. and, that is the and thing. it doesn't feel like anything. Right. It's just, you, that, that's the thing, though. I think, like, the, the, when you finally make the transition from being, like, a transition from being a baby comic to, like, kind of inhabiting your comedic self fully is when you can just fully and 100% be yourself on stage. Like, you don't transform into anybody else. You don't think differently. You're just fully yourself on stage Mm -hmm. and you're not referring to any other act or any other idea. And that takes so long. And that's the thing. It's just time. There's nothing. There's no other way to do that than just to do comedy a million fucking times until that happens. (laughs) Did you feel that? Did you feel that? There's no other answer. There's no way. Did you feel like when you were doing uh, the talk soup that like your standup suffered because you weren't maybe writing as much or performing as much? In every way. Yeah. Um, And I would, I, I I would get, I, whenever I had to do a show, I would fucking flop sweat. Like I would be so afraid. I would be afraid. I wouldn't remember my material. I'd be afraid the audience would hate me. I would, I, it was just, and it was just. It ended up being this kind of like I would walk, like sleepwalk through my shows, and yeah. and it was um, weird because you didn't feel that way before you no, were working. No, 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 exactly, and and um, you know, because you have to inhabit that world. You yeah. know what I mean? A lot, and and you can become very precious with your material because you don't do stand up enough. So every little bit, like you just grip it so sweaty tight, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but now that I, I tour pretty frequently, and I. And I, you know, also it makes it easier when you go to a show and everybody bought a ticket with your name on it. Yes. It changes the entire experience yeah. of stand up because they're going to listen to whatever you say. Not that you're going to phone it in, but like you can just get up there and you can be free. You know what I mean? And you're not like, I've got to get them in the first five minutes. Of course. And I've got them in, and then I've got to close with this and I've got to tag that. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you don't have that, which I had when I was working. I was like, it's got to go like this. And then if I fuck up the thing for the callback for the end, what am I going to do? I'm going to end the show. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, where you like realize. Spike the mic. You right? always spike the <laughs> mic and then get shit. the fuck out. During that, like three quarters of the three you're like, I didn't set up, I didn't set up the callback. Oh I didn't set up the callback. Yeah. And then just the train just goes. How about this? Yeah. Wait, this is, this is, this is my, this is my fa- sarcastically favorite moment. Uh, is when you're in the third show of a three-show night, and you go, <laughs> you say, say something, and you go, did I already say oh that? My God. And everyone goes, yes. You're like, oh, <laughs> shit. I'm sorry. I've done three. I've done almost four hours of oh. comedy tonight. I don't think that's actually ever happened to me, but I have had the moment where I, in my oh, head, I go, like, like, literally, I have, like, a, like I'm having <laughs> oh, an aneurysm. Like, that's... I stop, you know, like a robot. Oh. And there's just a minute where everyone's like, "What's yeah. happening?" I'm like, did I, did I, did I say that? And they're like, "Now we can't even look at you anymore." I don't yeah. mind. Yeah. I don't. I'll tell you why I don't mind because some some really great stuff happens from the fuck ups. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can make stuff out of that, so I don't mind that mm-hmm. as much. But I do. I just feel like a big douchebag. But you know, by that <laughs> third show, it's like oh. you're. You know, I refuse to do that anymore. Poop on that. Well, Poop it's because I can't do Sunday shows, and so oh, sometimes yeah. they'll tack a third show yeah, on a Saturday true. night you have so when I was jobs. doing clubs. Well, I Look at the time. <laughs> a, a hotel key? Yeah. The no, 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 no. This was my parking pass. That's that, his parking pass. Uh, this is my parking pass that didn't work, and so I have to turn it back in. And he looked at it for the time. Yeah. He's got synesthesia, and he can Yes, that's right. I can see I can see sense. Parking yeah, passes. They're yes. a level above first world problems because that's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I cyborg think, problems. I think yeah. that cyborg problems, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Cyborg. I Don't love even that the make cyborg me. is black. Actually, cyborg was black. Sorry, let me take that back. He was black. I was. <laughs> don't tell me, motherfuckers. That's actually racist to robots. No, like, no, we don't no, all no, talk don't that way, you know. Cyborg, you don't remember cyborg from Teen Titans? No. Oh my god. Yes. god. Cyborg was, he lived in Harlem and he had a terrible accident. He got rebuilt. <laughs> Come on, it was it was the reason I got into comics because there was finally a black comic character. What do you uh, are you are you currently reading stuff that you like? I own, uh, you know, I I own. I'm reading. I just finished Girls. Mm-hmm. I'm interviewing the Luna Brothers for my podcast. Awesome. I, then I shit my pants when they said yes. Um, <laughs> uh, we um, I I've read all the Walking Dead books. Yep. Um, yeah, that you know great. that's pretty. Yeah, How about that awesome. last trade, huh? Uh, have I gotten the last trade? I have. 14? I have. I have the. I have the compendium. Yeah. And then I get them on my iPad. 
Oh, so really? I haven't gotten the last trade. Yeah, you, did you know you can get them? I, know, I, know. I did. I don't. I need them. No, like, but they're beautiful though. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna get the next. So I'm gonna get the next compendium. Like I, I want the two compendia. I bought them on my iPad. Yeah, I yeah. want the compendium. So I'm gonna wait till we have hundred, and then I'm gonna get the second compendium. But yeah. they're beautiful on you. They're. Re- I they're mean, great. I hate. I know that people everywhere are like a, like ripping their iPods to shreds and throwing them in the street, but they're really beautiful on an iPad. They're like luminous and yeah. And yeah. They I, glow. you know, I don't know what to say when people are like, yeah, I just like to turn the pages of a book, and I'm like, well, I like to carry things on planes that aren't huge. Yeah, exactly. So carrying the compendium around because I did. I bought it's it. So and fucking it was in heavy. Toronto and I was working and I was yeah. carrying it everywhere. Like, do you have a test? Uh. <laughs> Man, we're gonna have to twenty-five dollars service charge for <laughs> compendia. Yeah. It is. It, uh, it, they are nice though. Like, and the artwork is beautiful. Oh, they beautiful. just actually released a, a hardcover book uh, image that of uh, all the covers Ooh, and all like the concept yeah. art. That and there Robert were also like would... some secondary and, and like tertiary covers that didn't end up on the book. Yeah, or they would do yeah. like interior it's pages great. and it's stuff. Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're they're great. Yeah, I, mean, I have like the hard covers, and then I have like the trades. Yeah, you're good. You're a better collector than me. I'm, just, I'm like a lazy man. I'll just buy it when it's all in a book. It's not it's, that Jonah loves rare. comics. He just loves zombies. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I do like comics. It's like that's one thing. Like people talk to me about. Like it's like, oh, are you excited about the new DC revamps? And I'm like, I'm like, here's uh, the thing. I I'm I a really person. like the comic books. I like. Yeah. I, and I usually could give a shit about a superhero. Right. Right. I really... And I I also feel like encyclopedic collecting. I don't know. Like I I respond to a character and a storyline yeah, yeah. and writing, not just Sweet like tooth. I gotta collect all the fucking shit in the Everything world. Everything yeah. in the world. Yeah. It's a new book, Sweet Tooth. That's. Uh, it's, I mean, it's been around for a bit, but it's. A Great I just book. read the one. I just read the first of Morning Glories, which was I don't know how I feel about that one. But I just read what was the new one? What's the new one that those guys are doing? Witch Doctor. I kind of like the little teaser oh, that they did for uh, Witch, Witch Doctor. Doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to get into that one next. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, 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 I read the first one. Image is like Image and Dark Horse are doing great stuff as far as Tom like Morello. Floppies. Tom Morello is launching a comic book. Tom Dark Horse, on Dark Horse right? yes, from Rage Against the Machine. I know, uh, I know. Tom, Orchid. Tom's a D and D guy. I'm did you know that? Out. He's finally no, going to cut his Tom, Tom, is, Tom is a D and D guy, wow. and I don't know if I don't know if Barrett's your friends, right? What? Him and Greg Barrett. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tom. Well, I don't know if this is a story that he wants. Tom played out. with the Dave Matthews Band. Does it have Portugal. to do with him dropping his pants? Anyway. Did it? Is he making any story? <laughs> Let me roll for my cure. Yeah. Saving throw. What? That's, my, that's Dave Matthews <laughs> playing D and D. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, magic missile. <laughs> so, uh, Tom, I think when he first was dating his his <laughs> wife, he was like, his dating his girl before that ultimately became his wife. He was like, "Listen, I have something I want to tell you." And she was like. Oh my God! What is it? Are you oh, no. seeing someone else? He's like three balls. I, I play D and D. He had to yeah. come to the fact that he played D and D. I never got into D and D. I feel like it requires a lot of organization. I never. I tried. You know it what? Once. It requires yeah. one person. You, it requires who is one person to be organized, <laughs> and then you show up, and then you play. Uh, so the the, yeah. the key to D and D is finding a good DM who will run the game, and then you can show up with your character and, uh, and play with people. But it's the you, and also I felt like uh, do I have to paint a figurine? No, no, no. That's <laughs> optional. That's optional. That's optional. Hey, here is it's great. Okay, like I show up with my shitty unpainted figurine yeah. and like get judged by everybody with their beautifully painted figurine. Mm, that's you know? cuter. <laughs> uh, Aisha, that's just nail polish on his yeah. fucking face. That you just dipped. You just dipped, you just it dipped in. him in nail just polish. The head. Yeah. The head no, I didn't. Well, how come the tips of your He's finger? He's a demon. And I made him red. He's red. He's demon. What the fuck? <laughs> he rose out of the fe- ashes like a phoenix. Like a phoenix. <laughs> yeah, so I've never got it. I'm a, and now I play video games, which, so, yeah. I'm a, I'm a video gamer. I, I can only have one 
thing that ruins my life and, <laughs> and, and keeps me from making money to pay my mortgage. Oh my god, it's so hard to balance all that stuff. I've right? been, I, I had hobbies. to. I was, I was, I was way into Portal Two, and then I kind of just had to. Oh yeah, I started that. It's great. Although I like to kill things, and so Portal Two is something I play when my nieces are around because I like love kids puzzle games. Really the puzzles are awesome. Puzzles. They're great. Play They're Limbo. good to play with somebody else. Limbo is a great puzzle game, and it's beautiful. Ooh, all right, I like beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You can just download it onto the Xbox, but it's just black and white. Did you guys play Braid? Oh yeah, no. Braid, it's, Which it's was a lot fun, like but not beautiful. It's like Braid, but it's like it's like a side scroll. I guess it was beautiful, but it's it was fucking gorgeous. It was, it was it was beautiful Braid, but it was like Donkey Kong beautiful, like yeah, yeah, vintage yeah, yeah, yeah. 1988 beautiful. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I would love. I want to talk for a second about uh, just because our just sort of parallel. Yeah, our parallel lives. Our parallel lives. So uh, I don't remember when Blind Date started, but late 90s, I guess. Yeah, I'm then, trying to think of like when. Yeah, like late 90s, maybe like 80. I don't know, like so, 98 or something. Something like that. Yeah. So then that that show explodes, and then they are then 15,000. Then 15,000 knockoffs. My, mine was, was like shipmates. A tri- it was like a, not a, like a triple. And, then and like you were fifth wheel. Fell out. <laughs> I was fifth wheel. That I was, was with the RV, right? Uh, it was a party bus. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Also known as humiliation on wheels. Um, Yeah, I did that just for one year, though. And then I chewed my own arm off. And yeah, ran. We did. I, I did mine for two seasons, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it was. We know what's so funny though about that is that do you find like ah sometimes people come up to me on the street and it happened more then but still now and they'll go hey you're on that show Fifth Wheel and I'm literally in the middle of going I'm sorry <laughs> and they're like I love that show I'm the that same was my way yeah. show. I I'm would wake up in the middle way. of the night to watch it you know and uh, you never know what people are gonna love about what you did you know no and they also. You know, and people take it wrong because they feel like we're just being shitty. But it's like, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm just letting you know that I don't think that every that's and like we have work. this natural self-deprecating yes. gene, yes. and that's all that is. It's not. It's just us being like, no. I, listen, Which is I also can... different than like, fuck that show. I mean, I don't right. do that. I'm just like, you know, it was it was what it was. Right. I tried really hard to make. I mean, my goal was like. You know, so many of those shows, especially with Roger, and God bless Roger, but, you know, it was like, maybe someone's going to make a love connection. You know, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are we looking at what's really happening? Everybody has a cold sore. You know, yeah. like, let's just tell They're the truth. They're purposely casting aggressive, hungover people yes, aggressive to fight. aggressive drunks to fight and over it was basically, bad it's basically just like It's basically like ferret legging, you know, where they, <laughs> they, they tie a sack around your ankles and drop a couple ferrets in, and then you just have to hold them in as long as you can. Yeah. Yeah. That's so you just try your best are. to try to make funny and i you know i tried my best to comment on it and and be a little bit more like okay i'm not gonna um, you know i'm gonna be sarcastic and i'm gonna say like here comes the slut you know because that's what that this the show was here comes the slut i mean that was what it was like (laughs) four nice people here comes the the slut (laughs) which two assholes will get together it's all right and then here come her underpants um so you know but it, it, it like any job you know when you're young and someone offers you a gig on television you you know you take it well roger i think made a fuckload of money because i think he was one of the eps of that show and oh, there, owned it. Yeah, there, there's a tremendous of amount of money in syndicated television because you're basically selling off the show region by region, bit by bit, yeah, and over so, and over again. Yeah, and so you're getting, you're you're basically getting. It's this, like breaking up a lot of silver spoons in an auction. You're going to get more money. All right, are you talking about oh, fucking bargain hunt again? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you relate to Is things? Story? Yeah. Are we about storage, storage wars. Um, I love storage wars so much. <laughs> I don't know why. Because you just love old day? crap being sold. You know what? You know what? You know what it is about storage you wars for your own old crap. <laughs> yeah. The thing about shows like Storage crap. Wars is that it, it's basically like blue collar archaeology, right? <laughs> That's basically right. what it is. Like they're digging up these things. It's very low stakes. I always love that this could have been a meth 
guy's like hideout, or it could have been the like a you know some rich person's storage space. That could be an it's Eames insane. chair. That's not an Eames chair. That's never yeah. an Eames chair. <laughs> That's a reproduction piece of shit. Yeah. Let's just get that out of the way. The, the Eames chair did not end up no. in, uh, yeah, in in Ohio. In, yeah, in fucking Tempe, Arizona, in the <laughs> desert at the storage. At, you store it. You know, and everything smells like formaldehyde. Sure, it's an Eames chair. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Sure. I hate that guy. So are those bolt holes? Oh, no, yeah. they're air vents. They're quality holes. Quality Although when holes. They find, it's always when they find the big collection of comic books. I'm like, that's something realistic that you're going to find. I want to sit yeah, on yeah, a shitload yeah, yeah. of money and just outbid all of them so they don't have a show one week. Right? Just buy just, the whole I'm thing up. buying everything. Like a dark horse. And yeah. then a mysterious stranger came in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that my Myra? Up. Fresh uh. away from the fruit stand with his fistful of cash. My severance patches. Bitches. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know if anyone got rich leaving the fruit stand. No. Anyone oh, ever you got can. Rich, can you? Really? Like yeah, George, last name who is Jobs. has been there for 10 years and had stock when it was $10 the share. Oh, are you oh, wow. fucking kidding, you kidding me? me? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Let's talk. I, I, He's doing okay. One of Matt's, one of Matt's, one of one of the guys who worked, who was who worked at the Genius Bar, who no longer works at the Apple Store, got fired. That is a fucking <laughs> great story. He got fired for this. Uh, yeah, he was uh walking back to uh into the Genius Room, uh, carrying a steak knife that he had had from lunch. Because he brought a knife, because you know to cut food. Yeah, because there's no it's plastic knife. It's a tool. And the uh, manager uh, was like very upset about the, him having the knife, and like asked him on the floor what he was doing with it. And he's like, "Oh, I mean, it's from my lunch. I just, you know, I brought it to work, cut up my lunch." And then the manager was like still weirdly aggressive about it. And then he was just like trying to cut the tension. So he's like. Oh uh, yeah, it's just for my lunch and unruly customers, and then he got fired. Are you Whoa. kidding me? Wow! <laughs> right? Wow! That sucks. Yeah. Unbelievable. Never fire a guy holding a knife. Yeah. P.S. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say that I'm not going to use my iPad for at least three or four hours right. this afternoon because <laughs> of that. Not, oh, I could never protest. say man to iPad. Wait, wait, baby, no unrest. Rub on breast, sit on it, take off underwear, sit on it, sit on it while at my iMac. Oh yeah. I love, I love that. I love having my my phone, my iPad, and my computer just and I look at them sometimes. I'm like, you guys, you guys. My office is. I have an iMac and I have an MVP. They sit next to each other so they can talk and let them. I'm not there so they don't get lonely. And then I have my an iPhone and an iPod Touch, um, because one's for talking uh, and one's for uh, playing games and listening to podcasts. Nice. And then I have a little mini one that's lighter, so I can take it to the gym. Adorable. <laughs> and that's all so far. That's a, that's a good little ecosystem. Good. And I just, if I get them all there, I'm like, I'm gonna fucking jack into the Matrix. I just got you the 27 inch iMac. Yeah, you did. Ooh, it's good. This is which is so pretty, shiny. It's really shiny. Do you have Lion. No, I, hate I lions it, so much. They, they I did not I did I've not gotten line yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a little bit of time to work out some of the kinks. It's, it's actually there's a lot about things about it that are great. And I have the trackpad, the touchy pad thing, you know this thing, and a, that uh, it works great for that. Right. When will this air? Uh I January next weeks. twenty twelve. Like after I'm gone, right? After you quit. Yes. Yeah. Well let me tell you. <laughs> after you quit? Lion sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Lion sucks. Lion is built. For, you better hope you never Lion, have to go back to the Lion is though. built for hardware that doesn't yet exist. It's right. built for a touchscreen desktop. Right. That was sort computer. of like when they when they, when they first released the uh, the MacBook Air, and it was like, okay, we still have wires. Yeah, yeah. I still can't get a movie on anything but a CD. Like that was what I was like, how am I gonna play movies? It was a little. It was a little ahead of the curve yeah, in that way. Bit. I mean, I'm sure that they'll down the line they're gonna have something. But I like think all of the backwards but if scrolling, my iPad the had interface a penis, is like I totally fuck it. Yeah. Listen, if my if my if my iMac had a vagina, I would never leave the house. <laughs> Ever leave Somebody the house? Somebody invent that. Please. I thought I was gonna get when you because a while ago when I first joined Twitter, I really wasn't thinking, and I tweeted uh, 
that that's whenever, everybody on Twitter. Whenever I, <laughs> oh, you're I talking tweeted, about the internet. I tweeted whenever, whenever I, I, I tweeted whenever I fix an eye, uh, a porn star's iPod. I always find myself wondering whether or not it's been in her vagina. <laughs> And then, I think I remember no, that. Yeah, because Hardwick fucking retweeted it, and then Steve Agee retweeted it, and I was like, "Fuck!" Oh, two million people no. just saw that, and then I like deleted the tweet. Oh, you got all you got all scared. Yeah, Steve Jobs is not following me on Twitter. Well, you no. don't know that. He doesn't need to follow anybody. He follows himself. He follows tweets, himself. Hey, me. I'm me. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> RT. Hey, t- <laughs> like, you see that old? There's a picture uh, floating around online of like him in front of like a big IBM sign, just like. Obviously, he was walking by a building that had an IBM like uh, sign, and he just—it's him like sticking the middle finger and smiling <laughs> at the camera. Funny. That's really funny. Yeah. He, used to, he used to be funny before he was a billionaire. Yeah, he just <laughs> had a really good quote uh, online about uh, just about like America being really fucked up. I was like, yeah. I was like, wow, this guy is right. Amazing. He doesn't care anymore, right? He, yeah. just, he could buy us. They now passed Exxon. They yeah. did. Yeah. Wow. It was the wow. most valuable company in That's the country. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm not giving them. They don't need my money anymore. No, no, but I'm still that's not gonna stop me now. I am such an Apple whore. It's not even. I can't even. People who use PCs, I don't even know what they're doing. It's like they're speaking a different language. I refuse. Like what? I have to click start. Then I have to. What's happening? You have just started a flame war in the comment threads of this podcast. Here's why I like PCs. You're attacking me personally because I like my Star Wars MMO. I like to use my video game platform on because you can use the arrows up, 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 left, left, down, down. I like an open system, you motherfuckers. Linux, Ubuntu. Okay, I'm if sorry. You know how to fucking use it? Your Mac's open yeah. too, jackass. Yeah, seriously, yeah. and so much easier too. Like you can just well, you just click on on a console or whatever. What's the thing you click on? Uh, terminal. Terminal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's like You're all in. up inside your You're shit, in. right there. Bam, all Just up in them nuts. guts, just right like that. Go nuts. Mm-hmm. So what do you? So you're you're working on Archer now, and I'm you have your Archer podcast. Now. Great show, by the way. Oh, yeah, the Archer! Yeah, thank you. It's so awesome. thank it's you. Really, and yeah, yeah. I wish I had anything to do with it, but I'm so proud of it. Um, it is. It's pretty, right? Um. You know, it's the, like I was saying, after Talk Soup, it's probably the thing that I'm like most in love with and most proud of and most psyched to have gotten because it's a, t- you know, you just, I don't know, it just, it was a job and it, it was offered to me and I wasn't like, I'm going to go do this animated show. I was like, oh my God, I get to curse mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> on television. Yeah. Let's do this. And then it's turned into this thing. And, you know, last year we were at Comic Con and we had like a little baby room. And then this year we had like the giant hangar and then we all like urinated ourselves. It was so exciting. And we were so like, not like, we're awesome. Just like, oh my God, <laughs> this is, if this was all the people that watch our show, this is plenty. Like it was so <laughs> exciting, you know? Great cast, too. Oh, and everyone yeah. on the show is so nice, and I'm so Except proud Jessica of Walter, she's mean. She actually, she's the nicest out of everybody. She's like somebody, I just want to hug her. She smells like cookies. She's great. Um, she's so funny. And, uh, and then I have my podcast, which is only three weeks old. How are and, you enjoying uh, it so baby far? Podcast. I love it so much. Oh, baby, 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 podcast. Podcast. baby podcast. I mean, I'm going to be the Ricky Gervais of this group of people. I, I don't know. But I just feel like I can't uh, have the same guests on twice. Right? Yeah. Oh, we got over that. <laughs> um, I love it, and I I didn't I know I've been wanting to do this for a very long time, and just was never in. I was lucky enough to get a job that took me out of the country for a while, and I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. So the minute I was like, I'm going to be home for six months. I'm going to get everybody I know to do this thing at some point. I'm going to just beg and cry. And then what happened was it's doing well enough that people like are wanting to come on the show, and it's and also I don't know about you guys, but. Uh, I don't ever get to see my friends. I mm-hmm. never get to see my friends. Like I see, I've known Alonzo Bowden since I moved to LA. I see him like once a year if we do something together. Yeah. Um, like Brett, I did. I met when I did a show, and I got to, I get to sit with my friends for an hour and just talk to them about their lives and what they're into, and and uh, it's a gift because uh, otherwise I never see anybody and never get. I mean, just it's fucking awful. You so. know what you should do, Aisha Tyler? You should do a live podcast at the Nerd Mouth. Yes, you should. If you ever want to. Ooh. 
Also, Ooh. you should do the Meltdown Show, which is the stand-up show Ooh. I have with Kumail Nanjiani. I would love to do that. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And I, I actually talked to Alonzo at Montreal about it. Like uh, oh. we did a show together, and like I was like, "Hey, do you ever do like the smaller rooms?" Like, yeah, Alonzo will go me? anywhere. He's a horse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, Hi, Alonzo. Um, he's like, "Yeah, I don't know if I'm ever around on a Wednesday, but if I am, yeah, let me he, know. he tours though. He works. Yeah, exactly. A lot, that's why I know. Yeah. That's why every time like there's a guy that just like is the working comic that just is out, right. you know, all the time. I was like, well, if you're ever in town, it's, I mean, I would love that. I mean, like you know, like I'm trying, and also the nice thing about my that I'm excited about for my show is I'm also able to approach people I could never approach otherwise. Like, um, I'm going to interview Dave Eggers. Um, oh, if you guys wow. Know yeah, yeah, of course. Because um, nice. my show is like not just comedy focused. So um, it's just mostly man focused. So I'm, although there are going to be women on the show, um, it's, it's for people to know it's called Girl on Guy. And so it's essentially a show about stuff that guys are into. So it's like 90, 70% guys. And then I also talk to women who are doing guy shit. So like Maggie Q is going to be a guest oh, on yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. She's like an action star. And then, um, I'm talking to Adam Savage from Mythbusters, yeah, nice. and um, I'm going to interview the head distiller at Hangar One uh, and St. George Spirits just mm-hmm. about their spirits program, and mainly so I can get drunk for an hour and, on somebody else's time. <laughs> nice. um, get the Sam Adams guy on. I uh, like yeah, him. He, Jim he, Cook. He can't make conversation. He drinks so much beer. I, You know, I was doing a radio show in the 1900s, and, Jim, and we did a promotion with Sam Adams, and Jim Cook was there, and he really is fascinated by being able to float that fucking bottle cap on the head. Like, he pours it, and he was like, you can float this bottle. Bottle cap. Like, <laughs> That's how he talks to him. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Are you he's drunk like, now? He's, he'd already pounded like two. Drunk. I met him like oh, I got. I did, did like some kind of a, a like a celebrity event thing in Boston like ten years ago when I was doing talk sleep and I went there and it's a very random assortment of people. Like Matt Damon was there and uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Elizabeth. Uh, there had to have been at least one Wahlberg. Uh, eh, they might That's have been Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, Elizabeth McGovern. No, the other one, the really skinny one from American Pie. Elizabeth, uh, uh, Shannon Elizabeth. Shan, yeah, yeah, Shannon Elizabeth. I, it's really, I'm really good with concepts, ideas, she has, and math, she, she has a first name for a last name. Things, yeah, things like what happened, I can't remember. And Jim Cook, Jim Cook, allegedly drunk, we don't know, well, but don't he know. definitely maybe, was drinking beers at 9 a.m. Maybe a speech impediment. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, lovely guy, but just like, you, hey, it thanks takes, for coming. It so, takes 1,900 years to Look at this. What is a hop? overflowing handful of hops just everywhere he goes. Have you I lost this. everything except the hops. They look sweaty. I don't think I want to smell them. I don't want to. How long have you been in holding my pocket? <laughs> like years. You can eat them. He's just fucking cranking gum. off onto the hops. Like, why are you jerking off on hops? Uh, That's the secret of Sam Adams. Oh, you who wouldn't? Jim Cook, I love your beer. If you want to send me some, it's, del- it's delicious. Make sure it's on a Sunday. Um, and they he have just that he one. ejaculates on your neck and he throws a bottle cap on it. Like, would you give up the bottle cap <laughs> thing? <laughs> they also have. I don't know if this Poor Michael Yo's assistant. She's like, why is this happening to me? Destroying your. Okay, all right, sorry. <laughs> they have the the distilled beer that it, it turned into booze. It's like mm-hmm. it's like high alcohol, it's like maybe like twenty percent or forty oh, percent. Oh, yeah. it, it like it smells and kinda tastes like Wait, whiskey. You've had it's delicious. Yeah. What's it called? It's called the uh if it begins with the U. I forget. Eagle Rock Brewery has a similar beer to that. The, it's called the U? I, I forget what it's called. Oh. It starts with the U. There the must have been so many. It's like 100 and something proof, right? There yeah. must yeah. have been. It's like 80 proof. It's 80 proof. Yeah, 40%. Yeah, 40%. Yeah, yeah. It's delicious. There must have been an incredible amount of uh, alcohol innovation since I quit drinking almost a decade ago. Yeah, I yeah, learned so imagine like, what like I You missing like your whole, like, I'm very proud of you that you talk about being uh, like sober and you know, you're like really. It's good. I think it helps people. You know, I mean, I'm drunk, so I'm proud of you. But I also. So I do, if I was going to say that I felt sorry for someone who had quit drinking so long ago, it would be because you quit during the era of like, you know, a fizzy alcoholic beverages Zima. and like, yeah, and like Coors Light. Eyes. And like now we just got like artisanal shit. And I'm going to go that's like, what's I'll tell you what I used to, even more than 10 years ago, there's just so many beers So now. many delicious beers. Yeah. I'll tell you what I used to, I, I feel like what I used to drink was 
Amstel Light was sort of the filler in between when I couldn't get to like Sapporo or Red Stripe. That's not too bad. Sapporo's great beer. Those were like what I mean. And then, and then every once in a while, some of those like uh, Arrogant Bastard Ale or some yeah, sort of weird. Arrogant Bastard's good. Or Red, Red Tail. I think Red Tail, I remember, San is being pretty is good. San Francisco is the best place to be a drinker because yeah. when I first got there, Green we were flash. so, oh yeah, and there's this bar on Hay Street called Tornado where they have like 50 beers on tap. They have this amazing happy hour. Everything's two bucks. When I first got out of college, I made so little money. And like we all had 10 bucks. Like that was our Saturday. Like how can we make this 10 bucks go really far? <laughs> and you could get a Hefeweizen, like, you know, a two foot Hefeweizen oh for two twenty five and just nurse that puppy Holy all Holy shit. Get yourself a sausage, one extra beer, and that was like your Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah. Downtown, there's a Worcester Cooker, which is oh, a yeah, sausage place. Yeah, and they have all these yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, there, and there's another new place like that on uh, like in Sunset Junction here. That's like. Oh, no, 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 no. You're thinking of. Uh, something sausage, Kirsty Worsty. Oh, I don't is. know anything about the Germans. There's a new uh, artisanal beer place down uh, uh, Echo Park. Kind oh, okay. of like, uh, well, they don't laugh and they like shitting on things. Those are the two well, things that I know. <laughs> and one of From them. From personal experience? And <laughs> yes. And if you want one of them to cut your dick off and serve it to you as a dish, I'm they listening. will do that will do as that well. Slice very thin with yes, some yes. caramelized Other than that, I don't really know that much about this. I'm not even sure Germany is real. <laughs> I've never seen it. Have you? I really want Sam Summer Ale and a bread bowl of chowder. <laughs> Germany, Germany is a naiad as far as I'm concerned. Like, I've heard of it, but I've never <laughs> seen one. <laughs> yeah. I've seen several naiads. Have you been oh, to Germany? Really? No. You've never been to Germany? No. Oh, no, yeah, I know. One time, time fucking. You've never been. Oh, like you've hold been to on. Germany. What I like was that he was voodooing you into like, yeah. yes, you have been to Germany. I have been to Hamburg. Here are these pictures. Remember that last weekend? Oh my god, I'm getting this weird Jason Bourne. Like, holy yeah. shit, it's all what coming back. What happened in Berlin? You know, you know what happened in Berlin. You were there. That was my first job. What happened in Berlin? I own that on DVD. I've seen it like. Fifth. I like how I ask you that, and my passport has one stamp in it from Canada. You've never been to Berlin. From like a month ago. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, you should and you should you should answer just you've never been. Oh, oh yeah, that's a shame. To. You have to go. The German See, are Auschwitz people. and uh, you know it's really oh, good. God, I do want to no. go to Germany though because I heard they have the most castles. I've, I've always wanted no, to see I like something. Castles. I want to see something like older than two hundred years. I've never seen any. Right, ever. everyone here is like, this is so old. It was built in nineteen forty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm from Hawaii. Olivera <laughs> Street was like nineteen twenty one. My house no, was that built in fifty six, and I say that like it's an accomplishment. I've got a fifty six nightclub. <laughs> that, that blows me away though, because I grew up in Hawaii, and like every there's nothing really old there, right, at know? all, because no, of the sea air and the salt. Except yeah, the tourists, lasts. huh? Why five? Boom! Bam! Boom! Um, I I thought I was gonna get equipment berry pie when I came in. I'm very upset about that. Oh, we're <laughs> gonna equipment berry pie. And you take it with the thing and you put it in the thing. Equipment is that word? Is one young gentleman was very incensed by that word. By equipment? He, it sound he like wants. Queef? To, no, he just the word. Some words just grate on people, and he wanted to write some sort of a code that like, would strip every episode of that like word. Most ladies and the word moist. Moist. They hate <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a funny. That, but a lot of ladies hate the word really moist. My friend can't. He can't hear panty. Panty fucking <laughs> makes him like just like moist panties. Yeah. Just no, no. He's fine. I'm a comedian. Like, <laughs> like every word makes me laugh. Yeah. He's like cheese. Ah! Yeah. yeah, and in Hawaii too, funny. that's kind of like a that's like a like a thing to like you know instead of saying pussy, it's like oh panty, what's up? You know. <laughs> I told you it's better than it's better than saying vagina shorts. Vagina shorts. I've, yeah. I've said it's before. Mm, yeah. yeah, or I'm, is yeah, it? I don't know. Shut what up, Spanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. But now you you now you have how many TV shows do you have, Chris? Uh, I don't need. I don't. So it's not. Look at your pulse, you. I don't know how many checks I get. How many? I don't. I'm no Seacrest. 
I have no secrets. Who could be? Who is? No, no who can one. Be? Nobody. There's nobody with just eating a bowl of money. Right. Ryan Seacrest <laughs> sleeps in the fridge with Kuzi. <laughs> He's in there. Him and, him and Jay. Right. Just wearing the yeah, it is. He keeps the yeah, James, keeps I'm skin gonna, tight. That's what I'm telling you guys. Cool I'm just gonna sleep Se- in the neck. Seacrest could give us that seed money to start the LL Cool Jeans, like he, you said. He really like, could. We could totally he start could, that up. He could just empty his pockets, and you could pick up one of the diamonds that fell out and just hawk that. Mama said, "Where you out? Come on, guys. Yeah, we yeah. could fucking write these all day. I really want to get XXLLL Cool Jeans. It's it's like a pun storm. Pun storm. Check out my new bedtime line. Lady love cool jammies. The pun fix storm. Oh my god! By the way, ladies do love cool jammies. They do. They do. Why wouldn't they? Jammies. Put them on. Fuzzy. Warm. I don't know what ladies love. I wear sweatpants. I'm just like literally an all. I don't even think I own a pair of pajamas. I think you buy a pair of pajamas for when your parents come over. Yeah. You know what I mean. So they don't have to imagine you having sex. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like what do we usually wear to bed? Nothing. Yeah. Every, every time, like, uh, like my girlfriend gets like a like a free shirt that's like way too big. I'm like sleeping shirt. She's like, I'm not in an '80s slumber party, yeah, yeah. Baby. I'm not gonna wear an oversized t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like come to oh, bed yeah. frisky yeah. pillow yeah. in her hand yeah but then I put it on and it's way too tight <laughs> oh no that's cause she's a girl she's a tiny girl I'm not saying this because of your looks but you and Deanna remind me of Milhouse's parents and the reason being <laughs> that you are the perfect counterparts to each other like yeah. if there was a female Jonah I like, feel like you met her yeah yeah I feel that she's, and it's, she's and that, that's why it's so awesome to see you guys together like, like I see you guys together I'm like that's, it's perfect. <laughs> They're perfect. And I'm constantly asking her, asking her to borrow a feeling. She asked me if I want a jar of love. Oh, that's nice. Oh, My favorite thing from that episode was the was I think her name was Darla or Starla, the woman who worked at the radio station, yeah. and she took she had a cigarette in her mouth and she took a shot, but just drank with the cigarette yes. in her mouth and <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. went. Tss. Um, Well, we are at the end of our. (laughs) Remember when that happened? Remember when that happened? That was that. Remember when Homer said that that thing? Remember when Barney had that time and the thing? Um, But I'm I'm psyched to come on the show because I have been listening to it for a long time. That's and, so uh, awesome. Yeah, I really have. And uh, and and I'm I'm stoked uh, because not that I've stolen anything from you guys, but uh, but I was definitely inspired. Why this show? I am when so I made my own show, hear you very say that, and very flattered. And and you know, you're welcome to come back on anytime you want, and right. and please do a show at our space. I would love to do that. You would, you, it's perfect. It's yeah, perfect I'm for really, you. I'm, I'm psyched. Yeah. And I, yeah, I have to, now I have to think of somebody awesome to bring, though. You know what I mean? Like I feel like there's a lot of. Jackie Cation just did her show. Dork Forest. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, and I just, she's a really good old friend of mine. So funny. Yeah, Jackie's and, uh, great. And how did that go? Because I didn't, I haven't talked to her since then. But I, I heard it really went great. I was out of town it. Yeah. When, it, when the show happened, he but was, I heard it went uh, great. Yeah, it was, he's world traveled. And he's like, I was in Germany. I was right in Germany. I knew it. I told you. Germany. No, I was probably in fucking, like, uh, it's somewhere in the middle of Nebraska. Like, it was yeah. not, it's not as romantic as Germany. Oh, that was Dusseldorf. Oh, yes, no, Dusseldorf, it's, Nebraska. It's, it's exactly the same. Dusseldorf, Strudel, Nebraska. Strudel. Dayton. Strudel and despair. And do you, uh, the last question I have for you on your mm-hmm. own show yes, yes, is, because yes, um, uh, you guys were talking about the fact that, like, working and, like, how does it affect your stand-up? But now that you essentially do funny things all the time, like, are you enjoying doing stand-up? Like, you're traveling a lot more, you're touring. Oh, yeah. Do you, are you enjoying yourself? Yeah, stand-up's still my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, everything, everything that I work on, there was always kind of a this idea that, well, everything I do, I just want it to help drive people to live shows like everything everything really kind of has to fall into that rain gutter of and it has to make sense like you know the the shows have to be of a certain 
point of view right. and you know just to but make what's nice sense. about podcasting for me is i feel like i get to make something that is mine completely and it is the exactly pure, why like, i started yeah. the show yes like that was i was like and even people have offered now like they offered before but even now that they're hearing it they're like i'll come help you i'm like i just don't i don't not that not that i'm antisocial which i am but i just don't want i just want this to be the thing that i made exactly you know I mean? and I, so that even if it's wrong even if i fuck it up it, they're my fuck ups they're my errors and when people listen to the show it's it's purely me at least they the uh, one thing in my life that was the purest expression of who I am but as a comic. What will happen, just for unsolicited advice? Bring it. What will happen as as your show gets more popular and as it will? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be careful. Oh, it will. You, it will. Of course it will. Of course it will. If you're consistent just with it, you yeah, wait. maybe. And so, uh, it, but what you have to get comfortable with is delegating tasks because you'll naturally want to do everything, mm-hmm. but you'll start a lot of your creative energy. You'll start getting sapped by tra- having to do like the menial stuff. Oh, the menial stuff. That, the I mean, in the I mean, like stuff. having to edit and oh, yeah, like no. all, all that stuff that takes away from your creative energy. I built oh, my own website. Like, I really wanted to have a new. <laughs> 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 yeah, like Chris doesn't. Chris can't be an asshole as much as he wants, so that's why that's he has why, me yeah. show up. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's I right. I'm delegated like, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jonah, insult man. I have um, a hey, piece of shit. Well, Thank you. It's good. It's pure. It wasn't artistic, but I felt it. That was real. No, I I wanted to when I wanted to launch the site. I was interviewing all these companies to do a new website for me when I was going to launch the podcast. I wanted to have it like be just a brand new experience for everybody and the process was taking so long like interviewing everybody we're gonna write you a plan and then in six weeks we can talk about it then we can try it i was like oh i'm just gonna put up a page yeah so at least there's something new when people go to the podcast you just and put up I, the old power rangers page yes yeah yeah on fire yeah. there's gifts yeah. and there's twinkles and so there's check, rollovers check and it out at angelfire.com <laughs> pinkrangerrules.com <laughs> yeah. um and uh what i ended up doing was building an entire new website oh, wow. uh to the head and uh and then one day i woke up and that was great because you know what? I was like, oh, you know what it's like? Oh, let me sit on the phone. Can you make that five points bigger? Can you make it two points smaller? Yeah. Can you make it a Vatican news? Why did Can you, you make think it this is what way? I was asking Can you make it for? A Can you move it to the left? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you or you tell somebody exactly what you want. The other day I was having somebody design a page for me for like at one of my socials. And I was like, can you please make this Helvetica or Helvetica light? <laughs> and they sent, I said, I want a sans serif font. I want it to match oh, wow. my website and I would like it to be Helvetica or Helvetica light. And they sent back a serif font, like they sent back courier. Right. I was like, yeah. I'm not writing English right now. It comes with all <laughs> of exactly. everything. It's the, it's the only one that there's the other fonts and Helvetica. That's it. like, what do you? There's one yeah. of four yeah. universal fonts. Oh. How did you? So, why would you even put wingdings wing, on the side? I... Zapdings. <laughs> so, um, so what was that's the whole how point? I send coded emails. <laughs> wingdings. Yeah. Well, we made it You'll euros never wide. Like, why it would out. you make it euros wide? So then I, so I go to the doctor the other day because I wake up and my eye is killing me. Right, right eye. Like the movement of my eyeball in the socular joint, that's not a word, in the <laughs> ocular socket, uh, is killing. I'm like, I have a brain tumor. I, I, like It hurt so bad it woke me up. Like I was dreaming, and then movement of my eye woke me up. This is a cheery way of telling us it's about your brain good. tumor. I'm dying. So, um, <laughs> oh, my God. I, just, I know it's t- the end of the podcast, but we could just talk for a little while longer. <laughs> had your show this, built up great. if you had been alive. When I die, it's going to be worth a million dollars. Three episodes. Sell Seeing that the, shit. I see the light. I'm just going ah, to oh Okay, I'm going to get what, off with what, this. What was what, it? What else, what else is going on? What else can I talk about before I go? What else is going on? I go <laughs> That's the worst thing to say on stage. So what else is going on? Uh, oh my god, what else is going on in the news would be a great last line to die <laughs> yeah, on. Right? Oh, what, what else is going on in the news? <laughs> Dead. I know also the, the so where are you from? <laughs> uh, what do you do that's, for a living? I'm your doctor. Line of despair. Yeah. Any, any, despair. any birthdays in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> As you die, yeah. any birthdays out there? Yeah. But I went to the doctor and I'm like, my eyes killing me. Even moving, even looking, looking is killing me. And she did a bunch of tests. She's like, you sat at the computer for so long and you stared at it so hard that you sprained your eye. Oh, I've heard of that. <laughs> I sprained oh, my eye. Oh, my God. Did, did you even know 
can do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I is commitment to a font. Seriously, I was like, Helvetica 16, light, light, loon, light. So anyway, point being, I built it all myself, and it was brutal, and I hurt. I strained my eyeball. Oh, my it. God. But it was worth it in the beginning anyway, because now it's exactly what I want, even if people hate it, it's mine. Yep. And then... And then at least now going forward, if I have to give it to somebody else, I've established the the, yeah. the thing of like this is the thing. You know, people are writing and then people say, "Oh, I love this," or "I you know," or "I hate this." And someone wrote and like, "I don't really like this part of the show." And I was like, "I need you to know that this as many people love it as hate it, and you can fucking fast forward." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you don't have to listen. Like yeah. I always tell people, like when they but get please really angry, but they download get, it. Just download when it. They really forward, forward, don't, don't stuff, when they get really angry about stuff, really angry about stuff, I'm like. This is free. No one, you don't have yeah. to listen yeah. to this. Yeah. Don't. And this is the deal. I like mayonnaise on my sandwich. You don't yeah. have to have mayonnaise on your it's sandwich. It's not. It, just don't put it on there. <laughs> Get sorry. out. Jonah, are you okay? Yeah. So Jonah anyway, really uh, I'm, I'm, I, but the point of this was just that um, listening to your show and, and, and just the kind of the pure, like authentic nature of it really inspired me a lot to just make a show that was mine and not to be worried about like, what do people like or what are they going to want or how should I do it and just do the show that I wanted to do. Yeah, that that is, cool. That's really awesome. Cause the right, yeah. the right people will find you. Yeah. And yeah. then. It's, and hopefully, that's great. We, we, my, mom, still, my we, mom will find me. Yeah, we, uh, she has, when she gets a computer and learns about the internet. <laughs> well, when when we started, it was just kind of like it's like you know we'll just do this. We'll do the first couple, and then we'll like have a talk about what we're gonna do, right. what, what, what it's gonna be, and we just never did, yeah. and we just kept on doing. Still, it. Still have clear, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clearly, <laughs> still remember, remember, like, we're like, we'll just do the Tom Lennon one, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, right. and then we this like that's all it's ever been, just doing it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just gotta do it. Everything, everything. You know, as you do stuff, everything sort of has a natural evolution. Things fall into place. You right. figure things out. You just Dynamics. you can't even know until you start doing stuff. You can't. There's so much you can't pre-plan. It's everything's going to change anyway. Right. Right. And and in the end, if you're just doing what is interesting and exciting to you, there are people who love it, and there are people who won't like it. But again, it's free. So you're at least spending an hour every again, week, or I don't free. know. It's yeah. It's and it's free. So you're spending that hour for you guys, two hours, you fucking apple polishers, uh, <laughs> doing the thing that you love. You know what I mean? And no one can stop you. And in this business, we're always begging for somebody to fucking give us something. And this is the only time you get to do something. And I also feel like kind of being in that 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 mind frame of feeling empowered. It just it has a residual effect on everything else that you do because you're just you're naturally happier and you feel better about your mm-hmm. life. And residual you don't check. Podcast? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Aww, you, uh, no, so no, 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 no. Oh, you just got a no. massive pay raise. The fuck? Go <laughs> eat shit. <laughs> you just got two pay raises, Get you up. shit stick. Come on. <laughs> I like doubling my money everywhere. <laughs> I smell money. Yeah. I would like say hi to him from, like way across the room, you know. Yeah. Just how do you know you're so tall? Okay, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So I'll say so we're recording again. Here's what happened. This has never happened before. We got so into the I conversation. Such a babbling idiot. No, 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 no. It was like I completely lost track of time because I was enjoying the primitive cave person system that they have here at the studio. <laughs> it is, is they're on. You record everything onto s- compact disc. What year is it? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, clearly, it's yeah. It's, yeah. Clearly, it, it's seventeen fourteen. Yeah. Then we put it into a long box. Yes. <laughs> they used to call the uh, boxes that the CDs it's, came uh, in. I can tell you, it's rare box. that Chris That's and I funny. don't exchange a look of him checking the clock and me looking at him. Ah. This was uh, this was all designed I by. Did, I, I allowed you not one moment of respite. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time, what? <laughs> but as I'll be doing this on the Gutenberg press. I record yeah. my show. Uh, speaking of three stands. Onto my iPad, 
and record to my Whoa. I, yeah that is ballsy. Ballsy. ballsy yeah i i have, I have I'm, I'm triple redundant so i my main system's through my ipad then i also have a secondary like a unilateral mic that i would go to my iphone and then i also use voice memos on my iTouch. so i have so you have the three least de- stable devices <laughs> yeah when you get See, to because a, i don't work at that you get place to, another digital to recorder. me i'm like this is a magical device that can never fail well the, 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 the cds the cds only record for 80 minutes and we talked for like right at seventy nine fifty nine. It just stopped. So yeah. that that was the abrupt stop. So I put another disc in just so we could and so, uh, we could say so we could say goodbye, <laughs> so we could say goodbye. And, and say that 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 but you have earned a very special, special. place on the yeah. podcast. You're, you that we I had no idea that we, we could had easily that get around oh, recording wow. on yeah. CDs. That, it was super fun. And I, but but honestly, like I my point of saying I record to my iPad, and so far it has not failed me. I, the first day I had some peaking issues with this with this app I'm using. Is that like a Chinese issue? Yep. Yes, peaking. So the dumplings did not turn out the way that I had hoped. Pun storm. Um, <laughs> pun storm. We're gonna have to get like bandanas like they do in the desert it truly pun was the pun fixed storm <laughs> punishment time uh, it's a pun pour um, that wasn't as good as the previous story <laughs> but what I was going to say was if I can record a solid state memory and I'm a person who used her credit card to purchase her recording setup why mm. does E not just buy a, I mean solid state storage is so cheap yeah, yeah. it really is yeah. Yeah. It really is. Chris, Chris well, is I, just if you're reflecting. I'm just looking. Well, because we're building, now. we're building a studio at Meltdown, mm-hmm. so we uh, the room has been soundproofed. We've gotten the mics in, Ooh. so I'm gonna we're I'm putting the, the air conditioning. The air conditioning works air conditioning in that room. Bam! I'm putting the studio so computer in pretty soon, and then we'll actually have. I have to and order a table. Will you record to your computer? Mm-hmm. So we'll record it onto the iMac. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the studio yeah. iMac. Actual then backup. It's gonna be great. We could start taking calls. How could you take calls? That would mean you'd have to be doing it at the same time every week. No, no, we'll do the pre-taped call-in show like I missed your show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No! That was for yesterday's, yesterday's show. <laughs> We're talking about pet yeah. care today. Yeah. Yesterday was about refinance. Yeah. But, the thing, like, my thing records it makes AIFF files. I, I cut mm-hmm. in Final Cut. So mm-hmm. like it's nat- it's the native wow. format. And then and then I just output it and, and then I transcode it in iTunes. And it's so easy. And literally, memory is like a dollar. <laughs> it's so cheap. Yeah, my girlfriend just bought a, a, a terabyte drive, and it's tiny. It's a the size of a wallet. Like a, it's a minuscule. Yeah. Do you remember that, like a year ago? Like I have a TV drive from a year ago, and it's a giant brick. And then I have a TV drive from this year, and I can put it in my back pocket. Yeah, she has a, like a 500 uh, megabyte uh, or gigabyte drive, and it's just like the fucking size of what? You said megabyte. <laughs> It's, that's, it's not sexual. It's not he, sexual. He, instead of gigabyte, he's just giving. Yeah, yeah. Then oh, I corrected oh, myself with gigabyte. You. He's what? mocking you. Yeah, yeah. I have a one megabyte drive. Yeah, my yeah. Uh, my last computer had shoe. punch cards, and oh, it would hilarious. only recognize positive and negative values. Who's <laughs> like or... the tic tac toe game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back, Doctor Falcon. Um, but <laughs> Hello, <did> you, Joshua. <laughs> when do you like to play a game? Did you have the one where you had to? Uh, do you have the, you had to cycle your floppies that you could so you could. Oh, actually yeah, save. Yeah, yeah. That was the my favorite thing in college when you were trying to like save your paper. It was like, oh, take out, the, take yeah. out yep. the software that you were writing in so you can save the document, then take that oh, one out, yeah. then put the Word disk Two back megs. in, then write. Two yes. megs. Yeah. Oh my god. And that yep. was huge. My friend had a one gig Mac, and I was like, she's rich! Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, used to, I used to those five-inch floppies and the little sleeves. Uh, yes. Yeah. Put those in. Yeah, yeah. no, those had, my, those had my Ghostbusters game from my Commodore 64. Oh, shit. Oh, these are good times. I had a calculator once. <laughs> my father has a calculator watch that he's had for 20 years, still wears it. Oh, my God, you and him should hang out. That's <laughs> fucking great. Because I'm wearing my calculator oh, watch. Oh, my God. For, mm. for, when you ever need to make calculations. You guys have literally that in common. Huh? Michael really, Yo's assistant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ladies love calculator watches. <laughs> <laughs> 
Where was it? Was the scene in Singles? He's all, I could put 42 numbers in this thing, and I'm going to fill it up tonight. Which was, I think they were at an Allison Chain show or something like that. Other than that, he was ably backed by Stone Gossard and everybody. Yeah. <laughs> A compliment for you, or a compliment for us? Is a compliment for you. This just makes me stronger, man. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight we rock. What were they going? Portland? Or, I don't uh, remember. I don't remember where yeah. they were going. It was, no, a, it was a suburb. Yeah. I don't remember anything about that movie, but that it made me go buy Alice in Chains. And that, like, I don't, you know, yeah. that's all I remember. So I went all I, I know is that I constantly listen to those two um, songs by uh, fucking uh, Westerberg. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, dyslexic heart. Dyslexic heart. And, yep. uh, yeah, the other one. Singles holds up, I think. It's very dated, but the comedy holds up. You Except for it? the fact that Bridget Fonda's in it, and she's the worst actress in the entire no, world. No, Kira <laughs> Sedgwick is way worse than Bridget Fonda in that movie. Ah, I gotta go look at it again. I yeah, yeah. she I, I think before I saw that movie, I saw uh, I saw the Nikita version with Bridget Fonda, and I want to blow my face <laughs> off, blow it off, blow yeah. it up, and then send the pieces. But it's into, like you watch. It. Boy, I wanted to put things in her. Yeah. Well, why? You watch it, it now, and it's almost like a, a bad actresses film. probably fuck well too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably better. <laughs> Maybe probably the best. better. The best. Yeah. Yeah. They try harder. The right? She's going to write me a letter. That's a shirt we should. I'm having an orgasm now. No, you're not. I don't believe you. What's your motivation? I just, don't. It wasn't grounded. No. It wasn't interior no. at all. I, it was completely indicated. I mean, that was yeah. the most indicated orgasm I've ever seen. Yeah. I saw it coming a mile away. Here's uh, a book by Uta Hagen. Then come back and come on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then float a bottle cap on it. Damn it! <laughs> we insulted actors and porn stars and Jim and Cook. Uta Hagen and Semen. <laughs> but it's <All> right. sweet. <laughs> No. That is well, the del- second disc is about done. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, like, goodbye. We have to say goodbye. We are in day two of the Aisha <laughs> Tyler podcast. Why are we still talking? Uh, day 15. Okay. Aisha now <laughs> talking about the road. <laughs> just the Northwest. If someone need, could just bring from, me water. I need some water. I just need water. Yeah. I just want my family to know <laughs> whatever this gets posted. Little piece of skin flapping <laughs> off the lip. Rift, to to Rift on each Game Boy game 15, <laughs> for 15 minutes. Aisha sprained her eye again. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to uh, Would you like to throw out the ceremonial yes. end of the show? Uh, enjoy your. I will. I can't decide how I want to do it. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Um, shall I be ethnic? Should as I be ethnic as possible? Oh, God, no. Possible. Oh, no, no, no. No, don't be ethnic. You don't want to alienate any of the demo. <laughs> demo. <laughs> They're probably so excited there's a black person. They can't stand it. Hey, you're our second one. Okay? I know. Black Dynamite, you got them all. Oh, oh and we had right. Donald Glover, too. Ooh, Donald all Glover, the black yeah, people yeah. at one time. Yep. Yeah. Um, all the black people. We had, <laughs> we've had like eight blackers on this show. <laughs> I prefer the term blurred. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. Your motherfucking yeah. I love it. Oh, that's great. Text message tone. It was ethnic and rocky. <laughs> <laughs> that's Yay. not. Those are mutually exclusive. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by GoToMeeting, the easiest, most reliable online meeting service. For your free 30-day trial, visit GoToMeeting.com, promo code NERDIST. Once upon a beat, remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. 
Join me, DJ Fuse, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the New Kids and Family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat.